And once again, a massive thank you to our supporters over at patreon.com forward slash 878survivorfm, our $10 supporters, Dick Donovan, Kenny Baker, Shane Murphy, and Big Dog, our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. Thank you so, so much. And also to our YouTube member, Kenny Baker. We hope you all enjoy the show. And ciao for now. And we are live in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome to episode 70 of the Daisy podcast, uh, brought to you by our generous patrons over at patreon.com forward slash 878 Survivor FM. Marks, good to see you again, mate. Good to be here. Glad How are you all doing? That's you again as well, mate, with a lovely new webcam and lighting. Hell yes, it is mwah, beautiful. Okay, that's what probably got to be one of the geekiest mugs I think I've ever seen. What is that? <laughs> is that Warhammer or something? It's, it's Warhammer. Uh, oh, my God. It's Shield ah, tea mug. There you go. Okay. Charles Peter, lovely uh, picture you've got in the background there, mate. Look, look at this chap here. Beautiful. <laughs> Just above the spare bed, looking oh. down. <laughs> <laughs> watches you as you sleep make sure that nothing bad happens literally when you turned the cam on earlier mate i i was gobsmacked when i saw that on the wall there but hats off to you mate hats off to you you're a game man up today, every morning. Face. what was that marks imagine waking up to that every morning oh Ooh, it's a dream come true mm. <laughs> oh, my, missus, my missus is still with me after 20 odd years so i can't be that bad must be good stuff <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined this week by the one, the only Pixel Trader. How are you doing, buddy? I'm very good, fellow. How are you about yourself? Not too bad. Is that a stimpy thumbnail you've got as your um, logo picture? Believe it or not, it is. Oh, I, I do. Uh, I do like a bit stimpy. He's <laughs> fantastic. His yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's some, some he's probably is the greatest but I, I, as I said uh, uh, after that video first came out I'm not going to get on my high horse and say I didn't piss myself laughing uh, at the admin abuse video <laughs> but yeah um, he definitely pushes the envelope no, with really. those doesn't he Scarce Peter oh absolutely absolutely so folks this week is a console special um that's why we've got Scales Peter on as a guest host because um, out of uh, the three of us on the um, usual panel, myself, Lad and Marks, none of us really uh, know much about yeah. console, but um, Scales Peter is definitely a uh, Scales Peter fan. Uh, sorry, a Scales Peter fan, a console fan. Um, so, yeah, my um, Pixel Trader, you gave us a massive, massive list of... Um, Points that you wanted to discuss. Now, not all of them, though, were specific. Console to, specific. Yeah. Um, but there was still enough in there. Um, that That's why I reached out to you about getting you on um, because there's a, there's a few things there that, you know, whilst they're not console specific, they're, they're sort of uh, relevant for official service as well. And we have talked about official quite a bit on the show. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I thought there'd be uh, some merit in discussing this. Like, like I said to Marks earlier, my main um, focus was the official vanilla on console. It's not got as much as PC. I mean, PC vanilla and console vanilla are the exact same, as we all know, but you've got a lot more with PC for your modding communities mm -hmm. and whatnot, whereas console is just solely 
a, a community server which can't have the same sort of things as lot on PC, like your traders, your safe zones, etc. It's just mm-hmm. something to look forward to if it was something that could potentially be put in or if you, that, that type of thing. Now, this first point you've um, raised here, the frame rate from a PS4 or 5 compared to an Xbox um, Series S or X. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, um, I did watch a video a long time ago. I can't remember what it was, but he had um, side-by-side footage from an Xbox S or X and a PS4 and a PS5. And they were running down the exact same street, which was um, it was from Cherno to Electro and through Electro. And you could see the difference between the two. Um, on the PlayStation side, it was quite stuttery. It was very like jagged everywhere you go, and it seems like it lagged a lot more. But on the Xbox, it was quite smooth and it run pretty crisp. That that that, that was my You're not look your for on the PS5. Yeah, yeah. So what happens on the on the PS5? Um, you get like you get Daisy at 4K, but it's still capped at 30 frames a second. Um, whereas really? on the Xbox, yeah, yeah, but on with the Xbox S and X, um, it hammers along at 60 frames a second, so you get that, you know, that crisper kind of PC view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What it, what it is is the, the the big difference this generation with the new ones with them um, between Xbox and PlayStation is the backward com- backwards compatibility and frame rate boost Microsoft nice. put in. So there's a lo- mm-hmm. load of old games, well, you know, Xbox One era games that um, can run at 60, 120 frames a second, um, where they've gone in you know, behind, behind, behind the, the code to, to make them go faster. So games like Sniper Elite, Battlefield, Battlefield 1, PUBG, for example, runs at 60 frames a second, um, mm-hmm. and uh, DayZ runs at 60 frames a second as well. And some of them go a lot faster as well. With, with the Series X, they go up to 120. Some of the Series, yes. on the series S, they go up to 120 as well with the right model. So when you're kind of thinking about upgrading this time if you're really into your old older games last year, like daisy where there isn't an xbox there isn't a next gen version of of daisy for, for playstation or xbox the xbox is probably a better option because it does have frame rate boost and it just plays these old games a lot you know a lot lot better and i i love it on the i've got the xbox s the series s and at 60 frames a second on a 40 inch tv it looks amazing I can fuck. I can imagine. To be fair, yeah. Mm. But it is actually quite interesting because, and I mean, I would love to get both the Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five because the the backwards compatibility for the X is just straight up better than uh, the PlayStation Five. But in terms of hardware, the PlayStation Five is arguably better, and there's some games on there which appeal to me more than the Xbox. Um, but the fact that Daisy runs better on the Series X and S than PlayStation Five because of those resolutions and whatnot—it's quite interesting. And is there any way that you can turn down the resolution on the PlayStation Five to like 1080p, 60fps? Is that is that kind of like a mod to be set? Not not that I'm aware of. It, it's more of a case of I think Xbox, you know. A few years ago, um, when they you know, had the debacle over the Xbox mm-hmm. One coming out, um, and they sold it as like a TV box, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then they finally got behind it and created it as a gaming uh, machine. And one of the big pushes was for, for backwards compatibility with mm-hmm. Xbox 360 games. And they've kind of carried that through 
as as well. So I think ultimately, you know, they're looking at you 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 want pub you want um Daisy sorry running at 4K you know on your mm-hmm. Xbox One or even upscaled 4K on a Series S. It's it's native right. is 14. I mean the Series S native is 1440, 1440 60 frames a second or 120 on a on a monitor, and they're just Microsoft are kind of really focused on that side of it. Where PlayStation needs to be a lot more. Forget your old games. You know, you, you're buying a new console um, to play new games on it. You know, that's why you've bought it. You know, you, right. They're not that interested in in making the older games run better. It may be something to do with their architecture as well, as well the way that they've done it, um, and mm. the way that Microsoft uh, Microsoft do it. But I have been incredibly in, in, impressed with my. I mean, I've always had a PlayStation Four for the last several years. Yeah, but the Series S oh, it's blown me away for the money for two hundred fifty quid. You know what it can do, the way it plays games. It's amazing. Yeah, you, really, you really, 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 really. Go wrong there, to be fair. Absolutely. So, yes, definitely mm-hmm. worth looking at. And it's it's it, honestly everybody I've talked to who's switched over to an S or or an X and have, have fired up um, uh, Daisy have been like, "Oh my god, this is amazing, unbelievable! This is like playing on a PC." <laughs> It just does it. look so much better than uh, the PS4 and 5 variant of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do you have an Xbox Pixel? Uh, I don't. I have a PlayStation 4 and a 5. Um, and my friend has an Xbox. Yeah. And um, he sent me a video just through Facebook, Facebook call. We've had a, I had a look. I was like, it just runs so much smoother. And it's, it's annoying. As Lad had said, uh, the PS5, its specs are arguably better than the Xbox. I don't see why we're capped to. So, so and so amount, and Xbox can just happily plod along with what they've got. Like, it's just the tech getting pushed to its limits. It yeah, is. I mean, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, with, with the to give you an example, with the Xbox uh, Series X, Battlefield 4 plays 120 frames a second, you know, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. That is, is there a I don't know if this is how this works, but you know, the way. Xbox has the deal with uh, Daisy where they get experimental and stuff like that, and PlayStation does it. Is there a thing I wonder where, like, okay, since you have this deal, we'll give it to you at 4K 60 FPS? No, that way, or could that, that, yeah. that seems like it would be it, a bit it, efficient. The, the games are exactly the same, um, mm. say, between the X, save, like, I've got an Xbox and one X uh, there as well, next to the Series S. You know, the game itself is exactly the same, it's just that the the hardware runs so much faster, but Microsoft have kind of flicked the switch that allows it to, to really run away and, and, and run at those higher frame rates. Push it to its limits. Yeah, and it's, it's I, mean, I, I mean, we all love DayZ, but PUBG is another class. If you PUBG, mm. I've played with guys who, Xbox guys, who've got Xbox One um, S's and Xbox One X's, and they fired up One S's, they fired up Series S's, sorry, and they've literally been, oh my God, this is, this is like playing on a high-end you know, but when you're playing on a when you play on a TV anyway, you know when you go from thirty frames yeah. a second to to sixty frames a second, it is a massive difference. But it's stable as well. It's like rock solid at mm-hmm. sixty. You know, you, you you do get the odd frame frame drops and stuff like that. But most of the yeah, time, you think that's going to happen. It's smashing along, and people are just you know the clarity is fantastic. The immersion is much much better, and uh, yeah, it's a sight to behold. You know, it really really is fantastic. I will say that I'm quite envious of console players because obviously with me being like, you know, a PC player and, you know, I've all, before 2016, um, I was, I was console 
um, or just bog standard. Always wanted to be console, and then I got me first PC that I built myself, and it was just kind of gone from there. I miss being able to just sit back, relax, just chill out, just playing playing your console, just have a good time. But now it's just all like, you know, whatever. And the fact that you guys can you can just sit back, relax on your like your forty, sixty, whatever inch TVs. And you can still get the same experience as PC players in terms of performance, especially on the, obviously the latest consoles. It, it is, a, it is, a, it's, it's crazy considering how like how far Daisy not only is a game, but is how it's come on console as well. Because when it first released, it barely hit thirty FPS on the um, Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. What's it like for mouse and remember. keyboard on the uh, Xbox? I've done a little bit of testing with mouse and keyboard. It, it seems fine. Um, I'm not a big fan of mouse and keyboard because, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've never really played that way for for many many mm-hmm. many years. So yeah, it seems okay. I mean, you can use mouse and a keyboard on PlayStation and Xbox. You know, mm-hmm. they they all support it now, and you know, and and it's fine. And you can do that that way um, if you want to, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, just I yeah, just can't you know, I just cool. can't understand how people play Daisy with a controller, Marks. It blows my yeah. mind. Yeah, it's. Uh, I've seen some videos of people aiming, like shooting and aiming, and oh my god, like <laughs> it's, it's like I know, fun. like I know, like Call of Duty, for example. I'm, I know two different games, but like you know, they play that on a controller and stuff, and you can see how they can control recon and stuff. And I used to play card with on console as well with a controller, but there'd be no hope in hell I'd be able to control the recon of the guns that you have in Daisy with a controller. It's just yeah. it's insane. We- there is aim assist, though, isn't there, on Daisy on consoles? I, I do believe one. aim That's assist bit, is yeah. only for the infected. That's what I've heard. Is it right? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I've tried it a few times. It doesn't seem to lock on to my friends as it would infected. Infected when you when you hit them with a melee weapon, it turns and rotates your character. But if you're next to a player, it won't. You'll continue swinging the same direction that you're facing. That's kind of reminiscent of an old combat system Daisy tried to implement in 1.1, 1.2, where you would melee and it would lock onto the entity you're attacking, but they got rid of it because it was just, frankly, it was terrible. <laughs> but the fact that it's still on console for infected only, that's, that makes sense. The, 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 the um, aim assist and lock on for infected. Good job, I say. Obviously, sitting here as a PC player who gets no aim assist whatsoever and is terrible at PvP, you know, good job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, another thing on console with the controller, you know, you have the the the, the quick wheels rather than the numbers, mm-hmm. so that's nice and fast. You don't have to worry about playing Tetris with your inventory; you just drop stuff in. No, that's very so, true. You know, in some ways, I wouldn't mind it on Daisy PC if they gave you the option to have the the console in the game. Some. Mm-hmm think they're faster and a bit easier now you've also talked about um loot um the loot is kept so much lower to that of pc limited to certain amounts of weapons nothing spawns back in if everything gets buried now that that's more of a a, a general uh, issue but um i do think I, I, someone did a response to that um, yes i do believe i'm i'm wrong on that part because i do believe both vanilla versions of the same game but um it was just one of those things that I had in my head because every time I speak to someone that plays on PC, they've they always find the loot where it's meant to be. Whereas mm-hmm. on console, 
when you're running about and you're trying to find something, say at Tissy or the Northwest Airfield, it's just smoke grenades or um, bracasites. That, that's more to do with the, um, the, the massive shooting problem um, yeah, yeah. associated yeah. with the console crowd, isn't it? Yeah, there's a ridiculous amount of dupers. Any, any server I tend to join, it tends to have someone. I'm pretty sure you can feel it when you're playing the game as well. Everything seems mm-hmm. to just stop working, and then a couple seconds later, it's to normal and you're going again. But it's just the loop is ju- it's just not there. You've got um, community consoles, don't you, uh, Scalespeeder? Uh, sorry, community servers on console? Oh, yeah, yeah. Got a few. And what's the Ed- problem like with um, duping on your community servers? We don't, well, I don't, touch wood, we don't have any duping at all because um, my servers are kind of PVE only, mm-hmm. so that they're kind of um, there's a paywall on them to, to get into them. So, everybody who wants to be in there kind of paying a little money to be in there, so they all enjoy exploring and surviving. And what we have is we have Cherneris is like a, a fun map where there's all the vehicles are ready to go, the trucks are full of stuff. And we've got like um, Don's shop in Nabor, so you can go. You can get whatever you want. There's never a problem getting anything. You can practice building and shooting, and you can go looking for helicopter crashes or go hunting, and you'll find it. You know, really quickly. You know, problem. And the Livonia is the the vanilla one, so it's hard. So people can learn Daisy. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot. There's an awful lot of loot. on The duping for uh, community servers on console is solely different as well. You've got a 15 second timer between each one. You spawn in as a freshie on every community server. Whereas official, you can jump and you have to wait 75 seconds, you spawn them with all your gear and whatnot. Um, I think on official, it's a lot easier for them to duplicate because they could jump between servers without knowing, without the worry of being a freshie on the next server that they're going to. There's different ways of doing it. There was was a two PS4 method. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of that. No, no, how does that work? Right, so the way they did it... um, was you'd have one PlayStation 4. Uh, my girlfriend's got a PlayStation 4 over on the other side of the room. I'd log in on Daisy on this PlayStation, load in, I'm there, and what I'd do is I'd load into the same account on her PlayStation and go on to Daisy and load in as well, and both uh, my characters would be there with the same name. Right. Because if you tried doing it on one PlayStation, it wouldn't work because you, you have the option to switch user or it'd log you out, but... If you have two PlayStations, you could just drop all your gear off of my girlfriend's PlayStation. And then when I log back in onto this account, I'm still in the game and all the loot's on the floor. And I've still got all mine on. So you, it was just a constant flow. I could keep doing it. Log out, log in, log out, log in. I'd have about 10 different kits. Jesus Christ. Wow. Did they eventually patch that, I would assume? From 1.13, they have. Uh, it doesn't work anymore. Yes. Not that I've tested yes. it, but I've seen everybody on Twitter and Facebook crying about it. Ah, uh, well, obviously, the yeah, the will. <laughs> that's, that's that's crazy. Go, going back to something you said, skill speeder. So, um, you said you you charge people to access your server. Is that right? Yeah, yeah it's all on the um, Bohemia site. Mm-hmm. Well, I, when, right. when when Xbox and PlayStation private servers came along, we were mm-hmm. like, oh, incredibly exciting. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. But, but you couldn't really do much stuff. with All you could do was um, change the time so we could have like yeah, uh, all, yeah. all daytime servers, which was really good. So we didn't have to have night. Um, and then, you know, I had a couple of private servers and we tried lots of different rules and different things happened. Mm-hmm. But in the end, it ca- I came down to making a decision about it. I said, look, if you want to go PvP, you can go 
you can go on public service other private to go lot but my servers are good we're going to be pv only it's all about learning daisy and giving people the chance mm-hmm. to wander around and build drive cars and stuff like that without getting shot in the back of the head so everybody pays you know a couple of bucks two dollars a month to uh, to pay f- towards the um rental of the servers and mm-hmm. they come and people come and go you know they come in and they, they they play for a few months then they go right i want a different experience now and they go and do do That's other good, stuff, man. or they stay around like for a long, nice long time. Entry level community to help, um, mm-hmm. you know, build the skills of people before they go balls to the wall on the PvP servers and the hardcore ones and that. That's a that's a good thing to do, mate. Yeah, and lot, what lots of them do is they they'll play on Chernus for a while, but they really yeah. like Livonia as well because they they want the survival Daisy. They want the hunting and the building and all yes. that sort of stuff, but they just don't want to get shot in the back of the head by someone. <laughs> Yeah. When they're at a water, water pump, you know? I know it's not complete, Daisy, do that, but yeah. if no, you've only got a certain amount of time to play... Say, everyone's got their own way of playing it, but there is no right or wrong mm-hmm. way to play Daisy. Um, that's the beauty of it. And there's a server... Unless the you're a cheating scumbag. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, uh, you also mentioned the potential of official-based servers on console with a currency and safe zone plus trader, as we are unable to mod due to Sony and Microsoft's no-mod policies. Maybe the devs could look into making a quarter of all official servers have a fixed working safe zone and or trader and leave the others as they are. Now, straight away, the first thing I think there is, Marks, that's kind of what um, community servers are for. Um, I don't know whether they can actually implement a hard safe zone like a... Um, yeah, software enforced one, but it's it's sort of tapping into what community servers are for, Marks. It is, yeah. Um, there's a, I think a bigger problem with that though than um having servers on them is if you make them safe zones, there will be people in there that will not leave those safe zones, no matter what. Yeah. You yep. see it. You see it on servers nowadays. They will. They will either camp safe zone. Like if there was like a you know a hundred meter radius around it where it was safe zone, they camp it. The second you walk out, you'd be dead. They camp it as they're going into it, and there'll just be people that will just sit in safe zone and do nothing else but chat shit constantly. And since they're unmoderated servers, oh god, it's, yeah, that it's, is it's, just you're yeah. asking for asking for big trouble there. Um, Definitely. I mean, safe zones even on community servers especially for the larger servers, I should say, mm-hmm. they all, they're already difficult to manage and they can be problematic with each and every single update. Yeah. So for the devs to take time out of their day to create a dedicated safe zone kind of mechanic, to say it bluntly, seems like a bit of a waste of time, plus it also detracts from the actual core idea of Daisy in the game, and yeah. out of itself. Yeah, If they had an option where... Where they could where they could allow community servers to use such functionality without it being unofficial, that would be pretty interesting. If they allowed community uh, server owners for console to have that, that would be good. But to have it on official servers, no, that's because obviously whatever happens on console also gets passed over to day, uh, to PC yeah. and vice versa. So it's kind of. It not only affects console plays, but it'll affect PC servers, so it's kind of, yeah. you got to think about that. I mean... What are your thoughts on the I trader option uh, there, Scarspeeder? Well, I, I have to think it's a, a really, really good idea, um, yeah. especially, basically, on community 
well, like you say, maybe not on public ones, but on we all know that no. on the official ones, we all know that um, traders on uh, PC servers have. You know, it's one of the reasons why Daisy is still going as it is, isn't it? Because people can, you can run in and you can people, grab your money and you, love you, you can go. Servers. People love traders, and if they want console to really explode, one hundred percent, they should license the trader mod, even if it was only to use the like the default locations at. Mm. Um, um, Green Mountain, and I don't know where the other one is. But have those with a little safe zone on. If they just had that console with the ability to just put a couple of tick boxes on your Nitrado server um, uh, uh, control panel, it would explode. People would absolutely love it. They would. It'd be be absolutely fantastic if they did that. But yeah, and I I, th- I think they can try things on. They don't put on PC. You know, if they if they, they could have few public servers where they go okay so for so for these ones there's going to be a trader at a green mountain you know go at it players would, would go after it because everything has to be kind of it be um ring fenced off doesn't it because they don't want people hacking the consoles um but we started off with public server we sorry started off with private servers where we couldn't do anything then we could control the time then we could control the xml's we're slowly we're slowly nibbling away we'll probably get in it.cnet and then maybe we'll get like some some licensed mods. And I, th- I think Trader, if they put Trader, absolutely, absolutely amazing, be, be superb. If the listener would, would do be it, a big one. Mm-hmm. would definitely be a big one, Pixel, um, because yeah. yeah, it is so popular on console, mate. Um, um, I'm not a huge fan of AI traders. I like player run ones, but I know how much work and effort goes into those, and you know when they can be rated easily, and with the lack of. Yeah. Um, uh, mod versions of building for bases and stuff on uh, console, um, it'd be something that would be quite hard to do. I think Pixel as a um, a player trader. No, yeah, definitely. I, I think my main thought process behind it was just something to uh, kind of relating to my fifth my fifth um, thing that I mentioned was like it's just to try and get rid of them players that are like that. The ones that like Mark says would just sit in there and give abuse, this, that, and the other separate them from the other servers like kind of like arcade players you you, you want to separate them from the ones that actually want to be immersed in the game mm-hmm. it's, it's just something to kind of n- not to segregate people in a sense because everyone's got the freedom to join whatever server they want but course, the people yeah. that would enjoy doing that like sitting in a safe zone giving a bit of lip so on so forth yeah, give them that, them just send them off that way. yeah like it, obviously it doesn't have to be official but it was just something in my, my thought, thought process was just to mm-hmm separate them sort of dickish sort of players from the decent ones that actually want to be involved and make friends and talk because it's all shoot like kill on sight on console you, you'll mm. never find anyone that's willing to talk to you without trying to put a bullet in your back yeah that's yeah. except on scars <laughs> service yes they're all very very nice yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh, w- one thing that could be really interesting about you know about the the, the the trader and safe zone kind of topic is that you know you're talking about you know how slowly over time console have had access to more kind of things to make because the the community service more customizable once in a dot season implemented if that is going to be the case that's going to that's going to be brilliant for you guys. But what would be really cool, not only for the console players, but also modders, is that if Bohemia does actually get in touch with certain modders on the plat- on the PC platform, be like, hey, we're re- we really like your mod, but, you know, it's a very popular mod. We would like to offer you a percentage of a cut for console players 
Uh, so if console servers wish to use your mod, they have to purchase like a license or whatever to then add it to their community server. That would be great for everybody involved because console players are getting at least a piece of how PC servers are properly. It benefits the modders. And to be honest, it'll probably bring in more console players. You know, those who, who, especially these days, who don't wish to spend, you know, a kidney and half of their lung to get a, you know, graphics card and stuff like that. <laughs> and they just want to get an Xbox Series S because they're, they're, they're cheap as chips these days. I mean, how are Like 200 and odd quid or something like that, like 250. And then, yep. you know, if they, if they get that and then they get the game and they join a community server, which has some elements of a modded PC server, I say bring it on. I say Bohemian Interactive should definitely do something like that because it, it, it benefits everybody in that regard. That's all I wanted to really say on that. And yeah, you, you've also got to hear as well about the, like, the, the mini trader spots in uh, little towns. <laughs> and uh, look, it'd be something that'd be nice if they could look into it. You know, um, a few yeah. of the uh, more popular mods, and I think you know, even if they only did a couple of them, I think a trader one. Um, would go a long, long way to introducing on official um, and primarily aimed at the console crowd because I don't think too many people on PC official would uh, be interested in it, but definitely for the console community, uh, it would have to be a uh, a mod that would be up there in the top five that uh, mm. that community would like to see because it would just yeah, open definitely. up a lot of doors for them. Um, too right. Speaking of um, different doors for them, um, you've got the different levels of survival on set servers. Now, I actually like this. <clears throat> I do. I like this idea. Um, realism, hardcore, mediocre as a way to split the arcade players from those who wish to have uh, more of a hard time surviving, etc. cetera. Um, yes, I know that there's community servers in that, um, but you, know, you think back to when DayZ was first released. Um, it was... Uh, what were the two modes again? Hardcore and um, hardcore was just first person and third person. I can't, for the life of me, I'm forgetting it, um, what they used to call um, third person. Uh, but I, I think, yeah, that would be something interesting just for the official because, yeah, sometimes um, people just don't want to play on a community server for whatever reason. Um, some communities, you know, might be a bit toxic or just, you know, the person just wants to dip their toes in and to you know, have a, have an easier level um, that's on the official, that would be something, Scarlet Speeder, that I think um, is worth investigating for them. Yeah, I think this is n another really, really good idea. You know, you go to the server browser, you look down and you go, okay, so this this server is, maybe realism would be one times loop. Hardcore would be point mm -hmm. seven five loop, maybe mediocre. Yeah. You know, is is double loop, but done. You know, just straight from the from the XML's central economy. Yep. Yeah, and, and it, it would be be really good. I think you know, it'd be really really good, really easy to do as well. Really, yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't take. It only takes it half an hour, an hour to muck around with some XMLs and mm. get them loaded up to give give it a, bit, a little bit more food, a little bit more drink, a little bit more weapons, guns is, that is have got that bullets sort of in them. What you were meaning, Pixel Trader? You were aiming for that sort of a um that that sort of uh setup yeah definitely um my 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 view on the mediocre servers would be like you get in you spawn in with like an extra tin or an extra drink of food when you're running through the town any sort of shop uh area or anywhere that you loot in general would have just that bit more to 
get players just to have a bit of fun, go around this, that, and the other. Then you go on to hardcore, which would be like half the loot. And it's you're going through, you're like, okay, I've only got half an apple here. Kind of like how you only get like three rags or half a bandage when you spawn in. Mm. Just something to go, oh, right, okay, so my focus now is food and water. And then you crack on about your day, trying to survive. And then, obviously, survivalist or realism could just be pretty much next to nothing. You have to hunt for your food. You have to definitely go and see some... um, Because the water wells, they could probably remove a few water wells as well to split up a bit. They have to drink out of a lake and you have to go and get your medical supplies, etc. It's just something to split the players that want to have a fun time to the ones that want to be really immersed in the game and sit with their friends and actually have to have a fire, cook food build a base, keep yourself safe and warm, that, that, that type of stuff. But, yeah, that's definitely what I was going for. Yeah. No, I like that one. I think there's something to that. Um, now, edits <laughs> to the map. Marks, I don't think there's much they can do with that. No. Um, I don't yet. even know if they – do they even have anyone on the team that can do that? Well, the um, um... Sumrak. I was just about to I say, suppose, Sam Mark's yeah. like the number one guy, yeah. Yeah, but he's probably busy with everything else, so yeah, yeah I don't no, think it's going to happen. I think they have, they have more important things to be doing than map edits, but it would be cool, but I, I don't see it happening. See, and this, is, this, this goes back to allowing um, console players access to the init.c, because even though it is a rudimentary way to make their own map edits, having... Um, having them go in to overhaul a town or just to add some really cool on like their own unique POIs would be really, really, really cool. I would love to see what, um, what they can do, but it would also, I would imagine probably is also have to depend on how they can actually do that because, because obviously you, you handle the XMLs in the nitrate or like a server panel, I would imagine. Yeah. Or so- whatever. So what what we can do at the moment is we can put our own buildings in. You know, there's been lots of work workarounds for doing it without having to use init.c. And most of the guys mm-hmm. who are doing it, you use um, they they use FTP and they use Notepad plus plus to to edit the XMLs and put stuff up. So yeah, extra buildings and all that sort of stuff. They've done it. There's there's custom maps, well, custom parts of maps that people have people mm-hmm. have done by, by putting more stuff in. It's, it's quite amazing when, when you you see. What people uh, have been able to do do on console. Okay. Um, and really, init.c for things like loadout startups is the one thing that I would like to see because they could do yes. that in a way where it could just be a text box on the Nitrado um, control panel where you would just add in the bit kit that you want. You know, so yeah. you could put you could inject like Gravity Wolf's um, random loadout uh, script that he's got, so you could you know spawn him one of five different loadouts. Mm-hmm. And that would be be really cool. Yep, that would that would be really really nice. I would love to see something more like that. But I just don't see them making um um a lot more changes with things like a sewer system, um, basements in the in the current it's, map. Um, it's pretty much impossible anyway because if they want if they had to do that, obviously it not only affects console effect uh, PC, but. The engine doesn't natively allow underground sections like a, like a normal uh, engine does. They will have to basically make a pit wherever they want that section to be and then completely change the model that they want to, to, to change out to add that section, which obviously requires a lot of dev time. And then, you know, if they want a sewer system, 
that's entirely brand new assets completely. And then they have to work out surfaces and they have to work out like the geometry, all that kind of stuff. It, it's a very complicated process. It would be really, really cool if they'd done something like that. But I, yeah, I don't see that happening without some kind of, um, uh, if they do ever go, go ahead and do it, they actually no, they wouldn't even be able to do that. Sorry, just ignore me. I'm just mm. being a tit. <laughs> My mind's going places. Now, but no, Pixie, I don't think at the end of the day it won't work. But yeah. Now, Pixie, you talk about um, overgrowth and foliage roads um, covered in patches, etc., to immerse you more into the game. Daisy is set a year or so after the infection, but it's remained like that for eight years almost, maybe put us forward a few years. That is an interesting idea. I'm not sure how I feel about that one, though, Pixel. It's just, uh, it's kind of like, it would be nice if they did it, but at the same time, I mean, I, mean, I, I know I'm talking about it from a PC perspective, and we've got things like the expansion map, um, where they've got the um, added foliage and that, um, but Give us a bit more detail on what you're talking about there. So in, in my mind, I'm I'm not thinking anything too major. I'm not thinking buildings crumbling down or anything like that. It's just like on the roads, you'd have weeds growing. I mean, the game's gone on for so long now, from 2013, I believe it was, uh, December. <laughs> um, you'd have weeds growing. You'd have vines growing up. You'd take over a lot of areas, um, a lot of bushy areas. Uh, a lot of foliage would be about, like, if there was no human interaction for that long period of time. Uh, so in my head, it was just like the roads could be covered in a bit more grass, um, vines on a few buildings here and there. I know I understand it would have to be like retextured and bits and bobs, mm -hmm. but even if they could do it as like a sort of holder, that they place it over the top of that texture. So it's not necessarily interfering with their certain models. Just something, something along them lines, just to Marks, get you a bit more into it. Marks, that's potentially an easy, um, map variant for them to release to give a bit of variety to the console community just to use one of the reskinned um Cherneris maps like Cherneris plus or whatever it's called and release that for console as a as an optional variant they can use the original map or they can use one that's a bit more run down i think it's a bit more complicated because i think it would kill performance yeah it would on console. Um, it kills it, it on pc and a high-end pc consoles yeah you got a good it, point. it would it would kill them on the new ones as well. Like even on a high-end PC now, if you well, I know you, if you used to go on to Daisy expansions like Turner City, it would kill. You'd lose sixty FPS instantly. Yeah, like it yeah, would kill um, it. Yeah, because on on the on the modding perspective, you have to do some really funky stuff to add extra features to a building. But as a, the actual like you know Daisy developer standpoint, adding Ivy, which obviously is a model that's already in the game, adding Ivy to buildings. Uh, that already exists and stuff like that. Just add it as a as a as a proxy, as it's called. Very very easy to do. It's very very easy to to do that to save it to update the model and then update the map and whatnot. But it, again, it does it does obviously come down to to performance, and it's probably one of the reasons why we haven't had a like a uh, a standard map overhaul is because the engine. Whereas it is an interesting engine and there is, you know, there is a lot of interesting things in terms of performance. Having a overhaul map in the style of, of that, um, it would absolutely kill. So you'd have to be very careful about where you would try and implement that, um, which, which areas in the map would need it more. Like 
Tizzy, for example, that would probably be more reclaimed by nature than, say, places on the coast, because obviously yeah, the, 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 you know, multiple uh, variables, stuff like uh, Novo, enough that would be more reclaimed by nature. And, you know, Starry Sobo, more reclaimed. It would probably be really cool. It was like the more northwest you go into the map, the more reclaimed it becomes, the more um, nature-filled and, and more overgrown it becomes compared to places on the coast. That that would be good. That would be very, very good. And then... Um, sorry, go on. No, no, go, go on, mate. Uh, no, I was just going to say, um, from PC to console, on console, I don't know if you noticed this, uh, Scalespeeder, um, but you've got about a 50 to 100 metre radius where the grass loads in as you travel. So it right, yeah. pops up here, there, everywhere. It's, bushes don't load in, they're just square boxes uh, far distance if you're looking for a lens or a scope. Um, so if they were to add it on the map, I could understand the performance being like hit quite hard. But the way around the entire map, everywhere, the fields and everything, the grass loads in as you go. So I don't know. Obviously, it could still affect it, but I don't know too much myself. But well, I don't know how PC um, works. Uh, from the Daisy expansion in there, and he's um, pretty much confirming what uh, Mark's alluded to and what you alluded to, lad, that it's crazy how much impact these objects have on a server performance. So it, it's one that sounds <clears> great in theory, um, but when you look further into that theory, it's 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 has massive implications on the overall server performance because I think where the issue comes is if you've got a lot more uh, rendering, then if you've got sixty players on there and they're all on at the same time, the impact that's having on the server. Oh yes, am I right there, lad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because obviously, like the the more characters that are in the area, then obviously the game has to render everything that's um that's on that character. And you know, if we're speaking vanilla standpoint, you know that their stuff is pretty decently uh, optimized compared to you know a lot like a lot of modded equipment. But Steve's saying grass having... is the worst. <clears throat> yeah, it it can be. Um, depending on like the type of foliage. Uh, from what I can remember, Steve might correct me if I'm uh, if I'm wrong. I haven't looked too much into the, into grass, um, but like for example, um, on on X Decay, we've completely replaced the grass from vanilla to our own, and even though the grass is like less, how would I say it's it's kind of like on paper it it provides more more performance but because of the sheer number of it it's less so we lose fps but they look much better so we kind of just said mm -hmm. sod it why not just keep it but having more foliage uh in in vanilla and having it more rendered around and you know bushes and you know and, and ivy and whatnot it does drag the performance hella down it really really does so you have to be very very careful about trying to maintain that stable uh, 60 FPS with additions, which is very, very difficult to do. And, you know, got to commend the expansion team for what they tried to do. But um, at the same time, it, it was done, I wouldn't say poorly, but there was definitely more that could have been done. And um, just trying to get vanilla guys to do it would be just... Oof. That would be hella spicy. <laughs> if people complain about performance on console now, 
Just wait. <laughs> Just fucking wait. Yeah. But yeah. The seasons one is interesting though, Mark. It's something that even on PC we've all um we uh, wish that we could see. I remember we talked on the podcast some time back about that lovely video someone had done showing um you know a, a basically the the concept art of what could happen as the seasons change, but I just don't think it's possible, um, even for no. console. Sorry, even for PC, marks. No, I don't think so. Um, it seems like that'd be. I, I wouldn't even know how you'd do something like that. It'd be just. No, it's it. It's see, it's it's very very difficult to do something like that with, especially with coding and scripts, because you'd have to, um, you'd you'd have to think of how would I put it like. Yeah, sure, you could base it off real time, but obviously Daisy has its own in-game time and calendar. So obviously you'll try and base it off that, but you'll have to think of the transitioning periods in between summer and autumn, autumn, winter, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Then there's a whole bunch of assets, and then you have to change how the game functions in terms of uh, their foliage, you know, depending on the on the season and how certain stuff is rendered and whatnot, and your character how that is it's just it's a whole bunch of stuff that you really have to think about okay how do I do this and the most effective way to do it is have all the stuff ready then make an update and then just from that update on three months later when another update comes out during the next season that's, that's the kind of what i was thinking way to do it'd be it. something mm-hmm. that um yeah not a not a server wipe per se scale speeder but mm-hmm. um when they do yeah, you know, have it as a, you know, a regular occurrence. Um, you know, everyone knows. You know, yeah. After one month, um, they're going to change the map on us and change it to the winter map, mm-hmm. um, or the autumn map, or the spring map, or the summer map as the seasons go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I know that Rockstar with GTA Five every winter, yeah. or at least every Christmas, they change their Los Santos map to a winter one, yeah. and and it's really really cool how they go about it. And it would be really interesting if the devs actually do something similar to that for um, for DayZ. Um, you know, they could probably get in touch with the Winter Chinaris team about, like, certain elements that they've done to see how, like, you know, to get maybe a rough idea. But then again, you know, they could probably do it much better because obviously they have full access to those tools. So, you know, winter, winter comes, we get a proper dedicated Winter Chinaris. That would be bloody door. The only thing... To... Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go on. Go on, the, the only thing with um, the way GTA does it is it's an instant, like, you can mm-hmm. play in on one second and it's good, and the next minute it's winter, and then it's... They usually do it for about two, maybe three weeks, and then it goes back again. Yes. Um, so I don't know if you could do it that way in Daisy where it just instantly stops. You'd have to have, like, no, an no. ounce yeah, a day it, in it a was... time, and yes, then you... people could get a couple of days to prepare, find, you know, good clothing, and then... yeah. Definitely, they would have to be because of the nature of the game. They would have to; it would have to be announced ahead of time, and especially for consoles. To be perfectly honest, performance on a winter Chinaris, especially on console, would be absolutely Better. amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's so much less like foliage to render and just everything like that. It'd be just mwah, beautiful. But maybe one day we'll see that happen, vanilla wise. Maybe not. Maybe if we shout them enough they'll be like okay maybe we'll get on top of that what do you think yeah i think it's another great idea i think they've got a licensed winter channel or do their own version of it and it would you know you'd maybe have the um 
the witches' night event in October, yeah. you know, Halloween or something, and then you would just right on official servers, it would be right, flick the switch, right, snow everywhere now, and then yeah. for a few months, and then flick the switch, and it goes back. Maybe bring in some of the old uh, the, the soft skills from the mouse, you know, where we could start getting cold and getting frostbite yes. and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it, I think I think it's a great idea, and it, again, a lot of this sort of revolves around fingers crossed, you know, them being able to license some of the other. Um, mods, uh, these other maps from, from independent developers, or, or as you say, do their own one. Do um, you think that if they were to announce it, right, hear me out here now, I think I might just have a brainstorm. If they announce it on this day, this time, beyond the servers, because it's going to change, then the Namask storm hits, the EVR storm hits, Ooh, lasts yeah. for about two and a half minutes or whatever, once it's over, that's the transition period. So you hit that storm comes, you know, okay, here we go. You hunker down for about two minutes or something like that. And then once you come back out of your house, whatever, it's just covered in snow, really cold again. I don't think they could do it live no. with people on there. I don't. I think that's no, asking too can't. much of the game. Probably, but it's just a cool idea. Well, cool what, one of the things oh, yeah, we did very... on one of the events we have on my server, a real, real simple event, is we have nuclear winter where it's just night all the time. So oh, something's God. happened, <laughs> and that's it. It's, it's going to be night for the next four days. And you can imagine doing that. You know, it's, there's been a nuclear explosion somewhere. There's a nuclear winter. When the when the sun comes back up, there's snow everywhere. And, so and your player frozen. base doesn't abandon the server when it turns to night? They all start complaining after about two days. But, you know, they've got to... <laughs> but it forces you to, to survive in different ways, doesn't it? So they all got to get their night vision. They're all fighting for batteries get them <laughs> well talking about survival that's a good segue into the next point the benefits to surviving longer than others i liked this point probably one of my favorite um in that you know, a lot of people play the game just as if it's a PUBG or you know, a battle royale sort of thing but if there was actual tangible benefits to the longer your person lives um food depletes less stamina lasts a tad longer health regens faster um Again, not really a console-specific thing, but I just think that there's a lot of merit to that whole idea there, Marks. Give people a benefit to value their character's life. Yeah. Um, like I, I obviously play with a lot of people who only play PvP, highly modded servers. And if you were to put them onto a survival server, they wouldn't be able to last at all. Like They could be absolute monsters of PvP and they wouldn't have a clue how to last on a survival um, server, it would be cool yes. to have stuff like that, you know, where you kind of, you know, the system and there could be like little tricks to, you know, having better stamina or stuff like that. But you don't want to make it too complicated then either. You know, it has to be, I don't know, balanced. I, don't, I wouldn't even know how to go about it. Well, it, it, See, it, I mean, the, that... the, but the framework's already there, um, lad. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've, so we've seen. Um, uh, Sumrak introduced the cold resistance that builds over time with the Molsk. Um, surely that same mm-hmm. sort of mechanic could be implemented to do with some other skills. The longer you are alive, the the, the quicker yeah, you, you can do certain tasks, maybe build a fire or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the soft skills, obviously, it's native to vanilla, um, but it definitely needs to be 
there definitely needs to be more attention to soft skills because right now it's kind of just like it's one of those gimmicky things that doesn't really get much attention to because nobody really cares. No one really survives long enough to take advantage of it. Plus, they are usually broke. Like certain things reset every single time you, you, you log off the server, which probably also makes people not really care. But having an actual overhauled effective soft skills system where, you know, for example, uh, if you chop down enough trees, which, you know, it, it's already in the game. If you chop down enough trees, you get more resources when it's the tree is chopped. Um, when you sow cloves, you know, stuff, the, um, the amount that it takes is less. It'd be really cool if, like, once it's overhauled and it's all done, uh, certain other things, how you can... Um, you can get more energy when you eat food or you more hydration. Uh, well, not necessarily when you eat food, but like you can serve more food. You can serve more hydration when you're out and about, when you're moving around. Um, and, you know, if you eat the right kind of foods, you get more of a buff. Um, if you can cook correctly, then your cooking skill gets better. If you, you know, in simultaneously, if you keep like burning your food your soft skill goes down and stuff like that it's, it's got to be as mark says it's got to be balanced but it's also got to be done in an effective way which actually engages the player so you'll get loose uh loose less of these um you know pvp focused players and other players who actually value the interaction which daisy is very well known for but to get that system it would have to basically make the devs and the higher-ups be like, okay, the, the players actually want this. We need to focus on this in the next update. We need something like this because um, they'll, I've, I've, I have heard rumors in the past, and it hasn't happened yet, thank God, but they were going to get rid of soft skills because it just wasn't working. But there's no point in it because having a soft skill system in a game like this, it's, it's a necessity. It absolutely is. And it would benefit console players massively compared to PC, because obviously PC, you've got a whole bunch of different kind of servers out there. And as Mark says, you stick a PvP guy in a hardcore survival server, server they, they, they're they not going to last. <laughs> they straight up, they're, they're screwed. But I don't think the you... skill really applies to um, a lot of the um, PvP players, uh, Pixel, but mm. there's definitely a good um, audience there of, People who play DayZ more as a survival game, that this one definitely appeals to Pixel. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it's something I, I I quite like. I like to sit there. I like to cook. I like to yeah be in my base or be in a house and put a fire on, keep myself warm, keep myself going. And I've kept some characters on console here, uh, well over six months uh, a while ago. Um, I think it was one point eleven. Uh, before <laughs> one point twelve came out, I was alive for the whole duration taking it slow taking it easy always hunting i've always got food always got water it's just it's a bit different when obviously you meet the arcade players or the pvp players as mark and ladder talking about they're they're just they they rush too much a call of duty sort of rush compared to a daisy run yeah. gun clear a building type of scenario mm -hmm. i like what uh mckay wrote in chat there scalespeeder my pvp mates think dark and lights are hardcore yes yes we 
<laughs> we we tried Darker Nights on XDK and we had a massive shit fest over it. People hated it, so we had to revert it. And it's such a shame because the Darker Nights are just so goddamn good and they make sense. They make absolute sense. You have Dark Nights on your service, Garth like Peter? No, 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 no. We we have really short nights. We have, the nights on my servers last fifteen minutes. Yep. But then when we have then we have these events where night goes on and on and on. That I think I I want to see a, a sanity bar like Green Hell, where um you, you've got to keep got to keep um keep on a level uh, keep keep your sanity going. Not one I mean, cannibalism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you play Green Hell, and what happens when you start to go insane in that game? Anybody? No. Um, so what can happen in Green Hell is that when you start to go insane, you know, you've got gr- grubs underneath your skin. You, yep. You'd love Green Hell, buddy. Um, you start seeing things as well. So if you can imagine, walk, walk, imagine you're playing DayZ as a loner and you haven't talked to anybody in three months with this, you know, so your character's starting to go a bit loopy and then maybe they would start to see zombies where they weren't. Or maybe when they saw a real player, they, you, the game would put a zombie skin on them. So you'd think they were a zombie, or vice versa. You know, you'd see a zombie and they would look like a normal player, and you try and chat. That's an interesting like mechanic, that. Mark. That's a very interesting mechanic. You know, and if you kept killing people as well, you'd start to go a little bit loopy because you know you, you're just slaughtering all these people. GTA if, has that. Yeah, yeah. Or if you hadn't talked to somebody so long, you'd just be like, or you, you know, you'd been eating out of a can for for six months. You know, you need some real food inside you, or you haven't had a wash. You know, that's your one, isn't it, boy? You're not washing. Yeah. Um, on, on that on that mod, you know that sort of stuff. I'd I'd like to see something like that as well. That would balance PvP. GTA has that like where you kill too many people, your sanity starts to go, yes. and if you get to a certain point, you'll become wanted. Like you'll, you'll become a target on the entire map for anyone to kill you. Mm-hmm. Get dumped get cap a, as well. A money reward for it or something yes. like that. Um, so that that's been done before, like in games. So it could be done, but just a balance again, like in the. Yeah, it's, it's it's got to be done, especially right, and it's actually just give us a really good idea for a mod. Now, what do you mean by this next one here, Pixel? <laughs> Upon death, have a tracker. Days alive, miles travelled, etc. So only it only appears on your UOGen <laughs> screen? Yeah, so uh, obviously on PC, when you log out, you'll have yours on the screen for your character. Like I stated a minute ago, I've had characters that have gone for six months, but I don't know. The exact like seconds, minutes, or hours I've been alive, or days, etc. Uh, e- even on a death screen, it could just show you you were alive for so and so long, and then you just crack on as your next uh, life, in a sense. I like that though, because that's a good one for yeah. You know, after you get over the rage of your character who's been alive for three months dying, you can jump into your community server or just you know onto Twitter or whatever and post up a screenshot of your character and just some sort of record. You know, you can keep a track of your you know, for those who really get invested in their characters' marks, they can save the screenshot to you know as a memory of that person of that character's life. Yeah. Um, I don't know what people do with really long characters. Mine doesn't last more than two days, maybe. <laughs> that that would be that would be really, really, really cool. I I'm quite surprised that that hasn't actually been a thing. Like, yeah, because because you are right, Pixel. Like when you when you just log out, you got your say. character information. You've got you got all your stuff there. You know, if it's working as intended, that is. That doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, but. When you do die and you, you do have like that kind of like custom like kind of thing, that would be so brilliant to see. And 
you know, I'm, I'd imagine there'd be so many people like the fifth, on uh, on the days so we're like, I survived for one month, I survived for my three God. months or whatever. But I know my there God. are some servers who do a kind of like a, um, I wouldn't say a competition, but they do have like a leaderboard of like how long you have survived because they can see that, you know, certain servers can see that information. So having that yeah. as a standard vanilla feature would be brilliant. Absolutely go for it, I think. You know, if the devs actually do that, which... It was just a quick one that popped into my head. Um, it was just... Mm. Obviously, I, I watch a lot of streamers. I've watched Marks. I've watched The Running Man's. I've watched Tope uh, and loads of others. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like when you see them log out or if they're live stream, you see them log out, they've got their time alive on it. It's obviously, as you say, they're not correct most of the time. But... yeah. If it was to work, it's like that. So like I, I always select um, a certain character. I think it's Survivor eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's he, he's blonde, got a good haircut, and when you get him geared up, he fits the clothing. Unlike some yeah. other characters, like the women don't fit the clothing. They look like men when they're dressed. In mm-hmm. a sense, like it's, but I, I get so invested in my character and playing along and playing with my friends and that. And I've been alive for so long, and they're like, like "How do you know you've been alive for that long?" It's like, well, I can't tell you exactly because it doesn't tell me but you, you know you've played for so long you're like that i'd like to keep that as a sort of thing like boy says just take a screenshot share it with your mate sort of thing because there's there's already elements in the game of like how far along your character has gone because you know your beard grows out and whatnot especially in the male characters I, I don't know what uh happens for the female characters but there's there's already some kind of like basic um progression for your character there so just to actually have something that is absolutely final at the end of the tunnel like you know you survived this like however long a how many kills you got like how many infected you killed and you know how how long you have actually traveled on foot and yeah well bloody hell i've traveled like the entire bloody diameter of the planet <laughs> you know it's yeah. i'd love to see stuff like that that'd be absolutely brilliant i, I, I wonder if I, I, I wonder how possible it would be though considering the main menu bit doesn't even bloody work most of the time so yeah why did they add that if it doesn't even work what a stupid <laughs> it's always been there i think it's always since Alpha, yeah since it's no i think it came in a one when six three hit right when yes they updated. yes it did and it never worked from day one. No, <laughs> I think I think they just had it as like kind of like a concept thing, like just as a placeholder, and then they never really got around to it. They 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 have made improvements on it in the past. They claimed to have fixed it, um, along with the character creation, which the character creation does actually work now. I can um, claim that they haven't fixed it. <laughs> I so can claim that they bloody have. <laughs> but no, but seriously, uh, um. Yeah, so they, they definitely need to, to touch up on that because, you know, it's 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 kind of like, yeah, sure, you've got multiple characters and multiple different servers, but when you and your mates, you'll get kicked off the server and every single one of you has travelled exactly one kilometre and has killed exactly three people and killed exactly, like, 400 infected. It's like, something's not right here. <laughs> Especially when one of them has just spawned in. <laughs> you know, something's not right there. It'd also be nice to have like a personal best probably on like the home screen if it was possible for your yeah. account. But on console, you've got your name on the top right, so it knows mm-hmm. obviously what account you're playing on, who you are. Just yeah. beneath it, it could just have a PB. Uh, it's your personal best, um, how long you survived on that character, and it can drive you to go, I want to survive longer, I want to do it more, I want to do this now, I want to travel this far, etc. 
Are there yeah. achievements on console? Um, there, there are actually. Because um, I don't think there is on Steam. There's not something like Killed One Hundred Zombies or um, Killed oh, the First fire. Bear and um, things like that. Yeah, That's something I've always felt that was lacking from Daisy. They should have that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think one of the best trackers around is if you if you play PUBG, you go into um, the tracking in that. Um, that will give you a grade. You know, like um, Boydy, you that you shared that um, graphic of the uh, the different types of players in Daisy. You've got the adventurous player, you've got the sweaty, mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Well, when you play PUBG and you go into the the menu, it it gives you a rating. Um, it'll be based on um, do you drop near other players, how far do you travel, how many times you get into gunfights, how long do those gunfights last. And then in something like uh, Daisy, you could have, well, how far away from the coast travel? How close do you get to Tizzy? Do you ever go close to any, um, any of the major towns? Do you tend to walk along the roads all the time? Do you all tend to spend your time in the forest? Do you come near other players? All that sort of stuff. So you can have like mm-hmm. that, that sort of thing, whether you're a solo player or you're like a team player or a cannibal or something like that. Um, that that's really cool. It was interesting. Uh, Jack has written cool. in chat. When you talked about um, having characters who um, live for a long time, Pixel, the first person I thought of was Vigilante Gamer as well. Um, you know, he used to talk about how long his characters have been alive for in his videos, and um, it's something I think that is missing from, um, especially a lot of content creators, Marks. Um, and this is not a bad thing, but the the overwhelming um, philosophy amongst content creators is they really don't care how long their characters are alive for as long as they get a good story with no. them. Um, yeah. it, it was good to have someone back in the day who, yes, he never became a massive content creator. I think he only had about 10K subs or so on YouTube, but it was you know, even um, Mr. Blackout um, back in the day, one of the, in, during the golden era, um, was another one who, uh, whilst his characters, he, it, was, it was a lot of care, careful editing, he gave the illusion that his characters had been alive for a long time, that having a big, long, massive adventure with your character, which it's not for everyone, but it's a great thing to have Pixel to you know, value the life of your character. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's what my main thought behind that was as well. It's just something that you can look forward to. For oh, You died one night, you get angry, you get over it in the morning, go to work or school or whatever, come home and you're like, Right, well, it's time to beat that now. Like, yep. Yeah, not for everyone. You know, you could have the 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 the, the board could show all sorts of stats. You know, killed um uh, x amount of players while I'm alive. So those who want to go for the more PvP, um, you know, break their record for their PB on how many people they killed um in that life could do that. But those who you know um hunted you know ten bear ten bears or something like that. Um, healed, you know, 20 strangers or, and like I just showed in the, the background, um, scum has, um, achievements, um, for, you know, puppets are more enjoyable than you, thug kill 10 players, those sorts of things. Um, but Daisy doesn't have anything. I don't know. I don't know why. I just, I don't, I think it's something missing from Daisy as a game on the workshop. I think they just have... Again, it's just down to the size of the team. There are bigger things to be worrying about than adding. You know, there are very little, you know, things they could add in mm. down the road. Just, I guess you know more people on a team, but right now they they have bigger things to be kind of worrying about. I think they, they were definitely talking about features. Sorry, go on. 
No, no, go on, Pixel. Go on. No, I was just going to say, um, like I read their uh, reply on Twitter earlier, they mentioned that they're looking at doing more features for the game, like whether it be in-game or out-of-game. It could be something that they could look into as just a quick thing for certain people that are into that sort of thing that would, like enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got number 11 yeah, I mean... here, more wildlife. What more could yeah, they um... add, though? What more could they add? Well, at the moment, I yeah, uh, and well, I mean, depending how you have birds work. I mean, you always hear the birds in the woods if you're traveling through. I don't know mm-hmm. if you hear them at, like journey mm-hmm. plays, um, but you could have like little rabbits, hares, um, most most other sort of animals that you'd find anywhere out about. I mean, I live in the UK, so we haven't really got a wide variety. But you've got wolves. Why why can't we have a fox or stray dogs? Just I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but different. didn't they used to have a fox in um, Daisy? Yeah, yeah, they did have a Even fox. There's also, I believe, in the very early days of standalone. I could be wrong there. My first patch was point five nine, but I mean, in in the game files, there's rabbit meat. So the rabbit skins are there as well, and mm-hmm. there's the expansion used them, but they had to use the chickens framework to get them to. Yeah, and it and it looks very yeah. weird. Yeah, a uh, good one they, in Chad here from skins. Nobody Mellow. Um, feral dogs in cities, and Dance of Jesus has confirmed. Yeah. In point five four, they did have foxes. So my mm-hmm. memory is is not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah. But feral dogs would be a great one, actually. Oh yeah. god, yeah, that would be that. Would be, that's something that cities need. They need that extra PvP element because, yeah, sure, you've got your infected, but just imagine, you know, you, you've killed all the infected in the area. You're just looting around, and all you hear is like the the howls of like a pack of stray dogs, is like feral dogs. Poof. And you, you might think, oh, they're wolves, but no, they're just obviously dogs, and they'll be a little bit weaker than wolves, but it's still, that that's still a really, really cool element. I mean, I would love to see, like I said, birds is, is something like, trying to, like, if you're really desperate and you haven't got that many bullets left, shoot a bird down, skin it. Heck, it could be something when, it, when and if they ever bring boars back, they've got the feathers. Shoot down a bird, you got your feathers, sword. To make more arrows. And, yeah, I mean... Yeah. They, they need the bows first. Um, <laughs> they need everything else first. <laughs> they need an animator first. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that would be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to animals, apart from that, it's, it's, it's very difficult to really <laughs> think about what else they could add. Um, what, what's native to Russia? The sable? The what? The sable. I think it's called a sable. So yeah, a sable tooth. I love a cat. Oh, it's right. native to Russia. You've got the lynx as well. Um, mm. Loads of different types of like animal. Whether, whether they're hostile or not, it doesn't really matter. It's just something else in the game for you to... I'd like to say just animated like boars and stuff. So like a, a boar would chase after you if you yes. attack mm. it. Maybe they have bulls. So the cows yes. don't do anything. They'll still run away. But bulls will like, you know, they could... Knock into prone or something. Yeah, yeah. Like goats, chase after you. The stuff. goats bloody try and butt you. <laughs> <laughs> Break your leg. You butt me, mate. I'll fucking butt your back. <laughs> cool if you could see deer fighting each other in, you know, oh, yes. walk through a They're yeah. like a clash and they're just headbutting each other. I've said this one yeah. before with the, the birds. You yeah. mentioned birds. Um, a good one would be, Scar Speeder, that when you fire a shot, um, if they do add birds, the birds fly off to give away your location. Um, so it makes the uh, you know the camping uh, guy in his ghillie suit 
um, people get a rough idea of where he is now because all the birds in that area flew off. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that happens in Warzone, doesn't it, when, when somebody's moving through the woods in, uh, yeah. in that Call of Duty Battle Royale. I think they no, should no, have zombie animals as well. Yeah, Quite similar to Vigor as well, if you've ever played Vigor. Or Vigor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, when you're yeah, running towards bigger. the Xfil, birds fly off, notifying anyone else that's around that people are escaping. Mm. That is actually really dope. Yeah, because because there's a mod already out there which adds birds to corpses. So when a, when somebody mm. dies, the birds circle around. It'd be really cool if, like, in a certain amount of radius, depending which gun you use, like every now and again, birds actually you, you hear the scuttle of the birds and then they'll mm. fly away and just actually seeing them fly with that. Oh man, that make the world just seem a lot more alive. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. God, I'd love to see that. Uh, you mentioned uh, bring back berries and have traits again. Some save you when dying of hunger, but you pick the wrong ones, they'll slowly kill you or make you so ill you need medication. Now, I because <laughs> I'm I'm really bad. I keep on saying I've got to go play official again, um, but some servers I do play. Um, the thing is, I just I don't bother looking for berries anymore. Are berries inofficial or not? No, no, no. So I what, been in a long time. I don't yeah. Think. I think it was 1.8, 1.9 when it came onto console. I remember breaking down a few bushes and I had some blackberries. I don't know if that was something similar to the recent update. They still had the uh, experimental eggs in official and they weren't meant to be and they removed them pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was something that was in the game, but they they activated them and then they started spawning and then it was like, oh, we don't want that, get rid of them. Yeah, I mean... Uh, having more kind of like PVE kind of like food like like the berries and you've got to be careful. It's another it's another um, element of like to, where it's gone, like another element to the PVE aspect of the game where you have to really think about. I I, I have these berries. I'm close to death. I ne- I need to eat something to at least get my hydration or energy up just a little bit. And it'd be really good for farmers as well, like if you're able to grow your own berry bushes and, and to do whatever and to go on from there. But having like the, the, the poisonous berries that can be detrimental, you can have it in like varying different levels where some will make you quite sick and then others can just outright can kill you, you know, if you're not really, really careful and you don't have the proper medical um, attention that that would be really dope. I'd love to see something like that. I'm pretty sure berries are still in the files. I'm not too sure. I haven't had a look in quite some time, but it would be really really nice to have something like that in the game. It, it you know we need more stuff like that. I've just never bothered um, with searching for them in so long. I used to, you know, they used to be part of the dying, uh, mm. being able to die gear and that. But yes, yeah, it's just it just they became sort of. A, Superfluous to the game, marks. Yeah, um, I don't. I, I've never even remember buried back in the alpha days. I've never, never seen them. I've never used them. I don't think. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there could be a feature if you're dying. But you know, yeah. Who knows? Now, what's this idea yeah. with a sleeping bag? Are you talking about like um, a respawn? You die and you respawn back at a sleeping bag you've laid somewhere or something? I, I didn't quite understand this one, Pixel. With it, like um, obviously you log out, you log back in, you spawn straight back where you was. Maybe have it like you you always spawn at a certain point. If if you've already travelled inland, when you log out, you'll 
be put somewhere else just so you can't sort of if you see someone building a base you go inside the base you log out and then you go on to play as like another character on another account like you can on playstation or xbox you can just log back in when they've got their big base raid it done and they get sick of playing the game and then they move on whereas a sleeping bag you could use it to set your spawn point for when you log back in it's your base or wherever you've placed it is where you will spawn back into the game not necessarily as a respawn I don't know how I feel about this one, Scarspeeder. I kind of like the way it is where you – I know it can be abused with um, douchebags with their dual accounts and all the rest of it where they'll – you know, a fresh server, they'll run to a place they know someone will always build a base, um, log out a character there and wait for someone to build a base and then log in inside their base. But it's kind of something you have to be aware of. Um, I, I, I don't know, Scarspeeder. What are your thoughts? So are we saying this? sleeping bag is there a bit like rust where if you die you can, re you can respawn at the sleeping bag is that, is that what it is? not a respawn um as such it's, it's so like say i've run inland um yeah. and i log out in tissy military base when you log back in you you've either got the risk of dying or you get the risk of getting the jump on someone because you've only just logged in but if you have like a sleeping bag it take a lot to get but say it just like moves you a couple kilometers away Right, right, right. So it's like a fast travel sort of point that you could have. you could have one on the map that you could put somewhere, and you could set, you you could either spawn back in where you where you exited, or you could spawn back in where your sleeping bag is, where you know which is somewhere. Yeah, yeah, more um, the other way around. So it's like use the sleeping bag. That's where you want to log back in. Right, okay. so when you log yeah. out. But if you log out without using one, you'll just spawn a couple kilometers away from that area, or maybe even just a few hundred meters. Yeah, I think I think it's an interesting idea. I think it would be a, a cool thing to have as a mod, like on yeah. PC or but you know maybe maybe on console. And um, Clement Dab was, I think, trying to do it for that server that him and Erno were doing a while ago. But he, he, they were trying to do, I think, for base raiding where you would put uh, a, a, like a sleeping bag down that. But I think they just came up that it was just too hard to balance, mm. and so it was never done. It was just too too complicated. Or even potentially have it as another storage device. Instead of a tent, you can have a sleeping bag, but there's yeah. hundreds of spots. Yeah, yeah, a really quick, yeah. yeah, a really quick thing to build. You, you, I definitely agree with that. We could definitely do with something apart from wooden boxes. You, you can make really quick improv hide. shelter. You can make the improv shelter pretty quick. True. Lots of sticks. Lots of sticks. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, um, you know, um, it, it's it's got to it's got to be something that does take a bit of effort to make. Otherwise, people will just abuse it and bog servers down with storage devices everywhere. I don't know. I think it would be something you would find. You'd find the sleeping bag. Yeah. Like what you find the rucksack. You'd go into a shop and there would be the. Maybe even you could. It would attach to the mountain backpack. That's. You would pick it up and. Go. Uh, question in chat from the YouTube audience. Sir Hockhouse, no, mate. That um, Chernobyl or Pripyat map is a uh, PC. Uh, modded map. Uh, the only two maps available for console are the two official maps, Chernerus and Livonia. So, sorry, mate. <clears throat> um, with the sleeping bag, I would like the idea of, um, yeah, even if it's something, it's a function that um, servers can turn off, but I would love to see sleep introduced on official. Yeah, absolutely. Where, you're, where it's part of the whole retext mod, uh, survival mod, 
where after X amount of time, your character has to lay down or else they've got it set so that once you get to red sleep, you basically walk like you're badly injured. You're that fatigued, you're knackered. I would love to see that. Have it something that can be turned off for the PvP service, Gale Speeder. You're, you sound like you like this idea as well. Yeah, it's one of the things that's really missing, isn't it? Uh, I think, you know, yeah, sleep. So, yeah, I th- I th- absolutely. I think if you log off inside a tent or if you log, log off inside a building or you log off inside... And add an item something like, like a sleeping bag, which gives you a bonus yeah, to... Yeah, when you, should, when you come back, you, you should be better off than if you've logged off you know, as you're running through a forest or something like that, you know, if you think you've logged off like that and you come back, you, your character should be knackered, you know, straight away or, or, or more hungry. With the hell medical mod, um, Prixel, they've got a little uh, Easter egg that if you lay down with a teddy bear in your hand, you um, you regenerate your um, rest factor faster, um, which I thought was a really cool little addition. So when yeah. I play on those servers with that mod, one of the first things I always look for is a teddy bear because you can use it for storage and then you just stick it in your character's hand when you lay down and you get three arrows going up instead of the normal two or one, depending on where you are laying down. It's a really cool little addition. Yeah. 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 I mean, I really like it when you're coming to the end of a play session and you've got, you've got a little tent in your back pocket, back of your vehicle, stop, set your tent up, maybe have a bite to eat and drink, go inside the tent, you sit down and you log off. Yep. You know, but there's no real benefit to doing that. Yeah. A bit of RP, I guess. It's a good bit horses for courses. I know Marks would never do that. Marks uh, would probably usually log off when he dies for that last time on the PvP service. But for those who do like the uh, more immersive RP sort of thing, something like that would be great. Absolutely. Um, something that you can have some um, input on definitely, though, Marks, the use of a team system. Do you use that on the PvP service you play on on that? Nameplates and that for yeah. squad members? Yeah, you you have to. If you don't, you're you you're kind of screwed. Um, what do you think? The only thing about that to official, it would ruin the. It wouldn't work on official. Well, I don't. It would depend how they do it because when you have that name played up and stuff, it's not very immersive at all. Um, you know, it's kind of it is ugly to have it there, but you kind of need it in the PvP once where you're constantly running in, so you don't shoot your teammates because it's been. Many of the time where we don't have them on a server and you've nearly shot your teammates or you accidentally have. Um, Poor comms. The armband, the armband system is what most people, I think, use in yeah. like official if you're yep. uh, doing something. But yeah, I don't... I See, I think the main reason people play official is for the survival aspect. I don't think a group system would be... Not not say useful, but I just don't think it would fit the official type of you know immersive gameplay. Anything you want to add to that one, Pixel? No, yeah, no, I I completely agree. It was it was just one of them things. It's like when you wear a green armband, it blends in with your green military clothing. It's mm-hmm. a bit odd, even if you know that your friend's wearing that color. If an enemy team is wearing that color as well, like it's oh yeah, that's my friend. So you shoot, yeah. Plus, friend, one, when... one thing I'd say that they could do straight away would be to add double armbands. Because having single armbands, if you're on the left-hand side of your mate and he's got the yellow armband on his right and you don't see that yellow armband, you're going to probably shoot at him. So a double armband system, which I know some servers have as a mod on PC, would be a just a great little addition straight up um, to make it a bit easier for official service slash console players to identify. 
but okay. you know where you could have a custom Someone armband. in chat saying okay. that's um, vanilla double armband. Is that correct? It's not on vanilla. I'm not sure. Actually, don't think it's unofficial vanilla. No, no it's, it's modded. I believe it's only yeah. one on your left arm. Choco saying it's in his server, so I think you'll find it's a mod, but we'll look into that one. Of uh, If there's anyone um, um, who can confirm or deny that one, that would be good to know. But um, signs, painting, or notes, yes, yes, yes. It needs to be there. I know people, um, so they're saying combine two armbands and it uh, makes it, maybe that is, we'll have to look into that. Um, I'm, I'm literally loading offline mode up right now. I'll check it. Okay, good. Um, but yes, specific. signs, paintings, or notes. People will abuse it. You'll have dickheads who put racist stuff and all the rest of it. Um, but um, at the end of the day, it's an R-rated game. Um, there should be a way to maybe be able to report, or you know, it, it captures in the logs what's going on. But um. Uh, it, it needs to come back in, especially being able to write notes. Scale Speeder, I used to love writing a note and leaving it on my character because I'm such a passive-friendly player. I'd leave a note with a little story that the person who killed me, maybe they didn't even bother to read the note. They just took what they wanted and ran off. But if they did read it, they got a little story or something like that. What about you? Yeah, yeah I, I agree. You should definitely be able to leave messages for people. Um, Ruster's got a great one where you um can there's a polaroid camera i don't know if there's a polaroid camera mod in daisy where you can take pictures and then you can write a note on the bottom of the polaroid can leave for people that's pretty cool uh, that's pretty cool pretty cool um, um yeah it, it, it's got it should be in the game shouldn't it did it used to be in the game because there's in the xml's there's definitely pens notes and, notes were in yes. the game you used to yeah. be able to they write notes um, back um in pre.63 um and it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard of a thing to implement, lad. Notes I mean, at least. I've, I know that there's a notes mod on the workshop already, which brings back some kind of um, uh, kind of functionality to notes as well. But uh, I'm not too sure on the functionality of it in the past. Back when notes were a thing, I was just starting to play Daisy, didn't understand a bloody thing. And now it's very, very difficult to go back to see how exactly it was done before. But it's like, cause I, I, since I just got back, I don't know what else we've uh, just discussed, so apologies for that. But one thing I really do find about interesting about DZ is that all the books, you know how they don't spawn mm -hmm. anymore? All the books in the past, had, they were actual full books. You yes. could read. Yep. Yeah. And it's a shame that they don't have that, but... It's simply because of legality. Not allowed to do that anymore. So obviously the best thing to do is just get rid of it. How did you so go, Mark? Did really you manage cool. to create a double armband? Um I can confirm it's only one armband. Can't mm. can't combine two to make one. Yep. Double armbands uh, only is just a modded item of yeah. I think it's masses. Masses and Choco's just said that in chat. Shit, I'm sorry, that's because of masses uh item many overhaul mod mm -hmm. has double armband, so yeah. Um, rework based building. The first point you say, um, I 100% agree with, mate. Um, it's good for servers, as I understand it as well. People being able to just lock down an existing structure. Uh, the more doors mod, I would love to see that somehow ported over to official because it just makes sense that as a survivor, 
um, you would be more likely to lock down an existing structure as opposed to building a big freestanding McMansion um, that really bogs down server performance and all the rest of it. And I know um, I should remember the name of the person, and I please forgive me for forgetting. I know someone was working on a mod um, that would enable you to lock existing doors in the game rather than having to create a second door. Um, but that that is was War Dog. War Dog. There you go. Thank was it War Dog or was it, it Jacob Mango? It was one of them too. War Dog. Yeah. I think Jacob Mango was involved, but yeah, War Dog was the one working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that the base building is very ordinary in Daisy and vanilla. Remember Especially the when you can't um, build it anywhere. Yeah, remember the. I done a video showcase on a vanilla. I think it was plus base building mod that came out uh, a while ago. That was, that was the one that was took down. Yeah. Even that one added to um, vanilla would change things. You know, make a night and day difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. I mean, it would be really, really nice if there was just there was an addition to the base building that we have now because, right. Uh, you know, in terms of vanilla, it's it's very, very difficult to try and balance how you can raid because right now, you know, six to eight grenades, just plunk it down in one spot, drop the, you know, pull the pin, drop one, run away, boosh, you're in a base. Mm-hmm. And that can pass over to community. So you got to really balance that. But what would be really, really cool and something that I want to work on, I've always wanted to work on, is reinforcing pre-existing buildings, not not by only just locking a door, but to actually build a door-sized and window-sized kind of reinforcement out of, like, sheet metal and wood. Being yeah, more, able to have something like that. that. More doors has mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so it'd be really, really interesting if the Daisy Dev team takes some kind of, like, pointers from that kind of system trying to implement an enhanced base building uh, featurette and and go on from there and also really just really rebalance how base building functions and when it comes to snapping what's really interesting and in terms of map editing there are a few items um, there's a few models which actually do allow snapping when you put stuff together um, but those points disappear when it, the, it all becomes binarized so having some kind of functionality functionality like that on pre on base building stuff for for your fences and for your gates and watchtowers would be a godsend. I th- I want that. Bring it bring it in. If base building plus can do it, why can't you? <laughs> but it is it is a good uh, point, Pixel. Definitely, um, mm-hmm. the base building in Daisy is quite ordinary on vanilla, um, especially without being able to build anywhere. But as uh, Moxidon says in chat, Pixel, it would be a bonus to expand on base building, but I love the challenge of pushing the limit in creative ways. So I imagine you've gotten quite creative with building bases on console. Um, me, personally, we have, we've we've taken over um, quite a few buildings. The uh, main hospital building in uh, Severograd, that building mm-hmm. there, that's perfect. It lines up perfect with walls from one end of uh, the building to the other, right at the front near the shop windows. Mm-hmm. Um, it lines up perfect. You take that, and then you've got the sets of stairs. You can put gates up. It's just certain areas you can build on. The certain areas, it's like it's got the right height, it's got the right width, but it just won't let you place it. So you're mm-hmm. stuck. You're like, yeah. right, well, this would have been perfect, but I can't now. I've got to move on and find something else and carry all this gear with me and risk losing it. 
and even just you know like in the big warehouse buildings there's one thing um that's you know an item that they placed on the floor and that means you can't build something over the top of that and it could be quite frustrating building in those without build anywhere so yeah even build yeah. anywhere would probably be an interesting one but um bicycles and mini carts um that's definitely one that goes across all um platforms but um i just don't see it happening anytime soon scale speed are you yeah I it would be nice to see it as a mod on PC first, then maybe they could um, bring it over uh, to consoles as well, to, to licenses or something like that. Well, um, Jacob Mango's motorbike mod, you just made me remember that, um, Scale Speeder. Yeah, I, I guess a cart that you could push along would probably be pretty cool. Because, <laughs> you know, storage. We've always been, we've all been there dragging, you know, when you found a barrel and you'd be t- trying to take a barrel to your base. Yeah. A but to have a, a some wheelbarrow sort of, would be a nice thing. A wheelbarrow or a dolly, something that you could just put something that was really heavy on, full of stuff, mm-hmm. and then push it around. Because that's probably something that you would do in the apocalypse, wouldn't it? You would, oh, yeah. you would drag stuff around like that. Um, or even, um, what, what are those things called that you drag behind you that you normally have like a casualty on that, that don't have wheels? Stretcher or sleds. Yeah, like a sled sort of thing that you could. Yep. You, so something like just to expand our options without having to go to the M3S or car Again, strip. probably um, limited by the lack of a, um animator Animations. in the team. Yeah. Yeah. But no, definitely uh, something. Mate, you had a lot there um, that was worthy of discussion, though. Um, I like your little summary here. Absolutely. The console is so plain, any adjustments to towns or cities being made a little more dense could make the map more interesting. Having different types of infected, well, you got that. Um, yeah. Harder, faster, more agile, jump at you. Bigger, slower zombies, which have more powerful attack. Ones that hits could cause you to go unk on. Scavengers that would attack a corpse ruining gear, rendering it useless if you don't get to it quick enough. Infected that only roam of a nighttime. Screams or roars through the map, etc. Um, that would be good. Some good ambient sounds. Um, you know, hearing the zombies um, when you're approaching the Northwest Airfield. That would that'd really add some vibes, wouldn't it, Marks? Something that's lacking. Yeah. Yeah, it would. But no, that that was a pretty good discussion. Anything you'd like to add, um, Scale Speeder? No, I, I think there's some some really brilliant points. Yeah, well brought up, well said. Um, and yeah, I think for me, if you, if I was to talk about the things that I would want to come from that is probably is licensing, as we said at the beginning, the yeah. the trader mods bring that over. Um, so you could have safe zones as well. License more doors, one hundred percent. License winter churnerus. License the mouse. Um, and give us a little bit of access to init.c. You know, we don't need much. You'd be quite amazed with the stuff that the guys and girls have been able to do on console with building and with modding and all that sort of stuff. And we've done an, done an awful lot. We just need a little bit more, and um, console Daisy could really take off even more and kind of get a second win to take it into the next few years. And I think, tra- for me, Trader. Yes. Yep, as much as I'm not a fan of them, but I think a trader would go a long, long way. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, especially if it's done in a good way. But yeah, let me. What's going on here? Why has my? There we go. That's what I'm. That big. Because it's a console um, episode, I teed this uh, topic up ahead of time. Um, Livonia. So. Marks, you are in the shit map uh, camp it of this is. one. 
Probably the biggest bit of feedback I got on this poll I did, um, and I've got two um, polls, but they both were pretty similar, is that the majority of people don't mind Livonia, contrary to what people you know, kind of believe. That, I think Livonia's biggest hamper, uh, Scar Speeder, was the price wall. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, it, it goes in the sale quite often. Yeah. So I kind of think if you're, if you're a Daisy fan, and you want to support the game, so you can drop what is it like ten pounds or something? Ten, 10 to bucks fifteen, something like when that. When they put yeah. it in this, you know, just just to get it, support it's the game right now too, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Give some rack a few bucks, and then um, go and explore a very interesting take on Daisy. I think. I mean, when we're talking about um, a few years after the infection started, I kind of feel like Livonia is like that, isn't it? Because as you go further south. There's a lot more abandoned buildings and wrecks and strange bunkers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I really, I really enjoy Livonia. I wish I had more time in it. So, yeah, yeah across both map. Twitter and um, Reddit, the poll was pretty much the same, lad. Um, most people like the map. It's. Uh, I I just I I don't really see personally. I just don't really see the appeal in it. It just it mm. just. I think I'm. I don't know. I've. I mean, I got the the map from Ike D, who was in the chat before. Um, I I, I got it for, from him for free. So I was like, okay, I, you know, I really want to try out the map. You know, I was bringing bears into the time. I was like, oh, get in bears, let's bloody go. I played the map, and it was just. It was a flop for me. I couldn't get into it. I think I think it's because of the complete tonal shift compared to Chinaris, which is like it's run down, it's grey, it's battered, it's all that kind of stuff. Something that we've all grown accustomed to. And then you have Livonia, which has some signs of things being run down, but generally it's all nice and bright and colourful. And it's like, I can't get with the tonal shift. I just can't. Uh, is that kind of... Um, theme I love element. It. I love it. I love it. I mean, I, I mean, I, I know this. You know, I mean, obviously, judging by the polls, there's a lot of people who really enjoy the map. And you know what? More power to you. Um, the only thing that I like about Livonia is some of the building assets has been great to use. That's about it. <laughs> like that's that's all I can really say about that. To be honest, I. I'd say if you had to ask a lot of the people who probably own Livonia are probably majority console players. Um, which, I mean, in that case, then, of course, they're going to like the map more when they only have two options. But when we have, you know, on PC, we have... How many maps is there now? Customers, wow. like, maybe 20 or something like that. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Livonia is one of the worst when it comes to... When you're including the modded maps as well. Um, and just so I can cover my own back here, when I say I don't like Livonia, and if somebody comes into my stream and asks, should they buy Livonia? I always tell them if they think they're going to like it, buy it. I always say, personally, it's not my opinion, but, you know, person asking me, they might like it more. I'm never like, no, don't buy that map. It's terrible. I always, you know, say if they think they like it, just give it a go. It's not that expensive. I do agree <laughs> that with the spawns bill being up north, there needed to be more attention paid to the south of the map to give people a reason to want to travel. Me, I, I the reason is enough for me. I love getting down there and hunting the bears and getting lost in the forest and all the rest of it. Uh, but they could have put, you know, 
the same as um, in Daisy, you spawn on the coast, you travel to the northwest um, because that's where all the good loot is. Livonia does like that. Um, a lot of the big stuff is seems to be in the middle of the map, and then you've got that one military base and a town all the way down in the southeast corner. Uh, but other than that, the southwest corner of the map is borderline barren. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it is a funny map in that regard, but as a more of a PvE survivalist sort of player, um, it really appealed to me, and I, I just love the forest. I love the different look of it. Pretty much everything you said you don't like about it, lad, is stuff that I do like about it. I <laughs> yeah. love it. I love its difference See, that it's not just a carbon what, copy of Chernerus. Yeah, I mean, what I would really, really like to see in Livonia, which is something which I would, I, I wish it was done in 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 when it was first introduced, is that because right now there's a lot of stuff in the south which. It's just pure forest, and there's not very many POIs. And yeah, sure, you've got you know the hunting elements, but what have been really, really cool is to have a, a hidden military location, like really run down. You know, nature's proper took it over. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a bunker system, just something because there's there's plenty of space in, for it. It's just it, they just never they they had the opportunity and they didn't take it. And I, to me, that's a bit of a shame. Because it is, you know, as you say, it's like everything you like about it, I don't. I just, I, it would take me in more if they'd done something a bit more unique with the map. It's one of the reasons why I like Namalsk. Yes, it is a modded map, but it was a complete, again, tonal shift from what Shinaris was, but it done it in a really unique way that made me very intrigued about the map in and of itself, like the underground sections, the the law behind it, how the weather affects the character, obviously the 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 the, the um, frostbite. There was just so many stuff added to it that made that map more unique. But with Livonia, the only unique thing about it was bears, and they brought it for Chinara, So it's like, what's the point to me? At least, like that. That's everything that Chinaris has done is on Livonia, but just done. In a, in a, in a what's, the, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Just not in a good, as good as Janaris did. But there's always, there's always time and there's always a chance for um, the devs to go into Livonia and be like, okay, let's, let's bring it some more love. Let's bring it some more life. Because I remember when Livonia was actually introduced, they had like a Janaris patch, Livonia patch. Now it's just nothing. And it's like, can we please have some improvements for Livonia for the people that's actually paid for it? You know, it's a DLC map. What do you think of a Can pixel? We- uh, Livonia? Yeah. Uh, personally, I don't like it. I, f- I feel it's a bit small. It's good for the PvP if you're definitely into that. Um, I just feel it's it's all a bit too bunched together. It's that they, There wasn't a lot put in. Like you're saying, the uh, southwest edge is quite bland. Just woods. Hmm. Nothing really there. It's like they, they could have done a bit more with it before pushing it. I reckon it would have been a bit better if things were a little bit more spaced out because I feel everything's a bit too close along the Northern River. It's just town, 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 and then anything below that is just fields. It's, well, they've, they've done reworks not... of Chernerus, uh, Scalespeeder, so mm-hmm. maybe they will do a rework of Livonia. Yeah, and I think well, I always like to think that when Bohemia or any other software developer publish it that you like and you like what they do start going in the right direction you should maybe just consider sometimes supporting these things um as a financial support for 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 bi right um 
for example, like with Call of Duty, when they switched over to the Battle Pass system instead of having a season pass that walled the, the maps behind, that was a really good thing that they did when they did that. Um, and it opened up the, the game for, for lots of the community. And I, you know, I, I would always say in my videos then, I would say, look, buy the Battle Pass, but we're doing it because the Battle Pass is good fun, but also because you're showing Activision, this is how we want the game to be monitored. I think with things like Livonia, I think it's, if you've played a lot of DayZ, you know, I think maybe, you know, you should buy it anyway. You should take the opportunity to give Bohemian Inter Interactive more money, you know, like with Armour, you know, when the DLCs come out for that. Give them money for the, for the creator DLCs because the, we want the, to encourage the one, the one comeback I'm going to come back with that scar speeder is um, I agree with you that you should support the um, companies um, uh, that you enjoy the product of. But right now, you know, how many times today have we said uh, the, the biggest setback they have right now is no animator on the team? Um, a lot of people would be more than happy to give them more money, you know, whether it be through um, DLC or a map or something like that. But we're just not seeing the investment from Bohemia Interactive back into DayZ. And that's what worries me. And I'm pretty sure, Marks, you'd agree with that as well. Mm, yeah, it's it's... Like they've probably met a lot of cash. I would assume. I, we don't know numbers, but I would assume after Livonia sales alone, they've met, you know, a decent bit of pocket change. And mm. I'm I'm assuming it would be enough to hire an animator, maybe two if needed. But I think they're probably investing it all into the armor, whatever that new armor yeah. franchise is. It's just all all their cash revenue from any games is just going straight to that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right now we're going for a Bohemia sale, which is great. So if you want to get on top of that, go for it. But uh, that's that's it at the end of the day. Like all the money that is going towards Daisy is obviously going towards the current dev team, and they've recently just hired a junior community manager. Which you know, congratulations to him. You know, don't get too pressured by Spaggy asking about Xbox all the time. All right, mm. but I would. I would say, yeah, all all the money apart from that, it, it is going towards Armour Reforger or Armour 4, whatever they want to call it. Yeah. They have no interest. Otherwise, it would have been done a long time ago now. Yes, they would have yeah. either kept the animator or replaced them. I, I, I do find it quite funny, though, that going back to when Inclement Dab was doing his community spotlight and he, you know, he unveiled that Bohemia attempted to hire him, but he turned them down. I find it funny that they're, they're willing to do that, but they're not willing to do, like, to hire an animator for new stuff and old stuff. It's just, it it doesn't make any sense. Like, we all know Armour Reforger and Armour 4, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be a success. Just let one person off of that team, just come back to the Daisy Dev team, give the community some love, get the, but get back some of those old assets, bring in something new. I mean, Howard, the T's the M429 or whatever the bloody call it, way back in 2017, 2018, something like that. And it's still not in the game. Like, what are they thinking? Get it in, please. Bring us an animator. God damn it, please. Like, uh, even then, like, they have the one of uh, the Daisy Aftermath. We talked about it last week. Like, he's making animations for the M249. He's making mm -hmm. them for the Augs, making them for the crossbows, the bows. He's making them for all the other... Um, guns that used to be in the game as well and it's like spend a couple hundred quid maybe a couple of grand buy them off them helps aftermath servers out helps you know the game out in general it's going to bring in more sales it's a win-win situation mm -hmm. 
But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we definitely need we definitely need something done in that regard. And we've said every single podcast that you know, as specifically that I've been on, that we need some kind of like support from the team and that in terms of animate. Because yes, sure, it's really really cool that we have new stuff coming in. Like uh, we we got the new magazines, we got the new optic, great. We got new uh, melee weapons, which again, it's fantastic. In the 1.12 patch, we had the introduction of some older items that were used to be in the game. Again, fantastic. But the one thing that we that the community re- would really like is, haha, balls back, crossbows, the AUG, the Red Nine, stuff like that. Just something that can make yeah. it more unique. Mate, I want the, the rack more- back. I want the rack. Yeah, what the oh, worst yes. guns. You, you you saw that in a police station yep. and you'd oh I'm not picking that piece of shit up. If I found that now, I would be the happiest fucking kid on the block scale speeder. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah. A- absolutely. Absolutely. They, they all this stuff should come back, but I've kind of you know, we we always I don't want to bring it up again, but you know, we 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 bring up the subject of um paying mods and finding ways to monetize it and things like that. But you've got a way, you know, say with the Livonia map and say, look, this is an official map that BI have brought out. If lots and lots of people buy it, then they'll be thinking, oh, right, maybe we should maybe license the mouse and sell that for a because it's going to make How us some money. we do some community DLC, Bohemia, for DayZ? Well, abs- absolutely, you know, something like that. And the community of Armour have bought, like, Prairie Fire and the other ones in their thousands. And they've made an awful lot of money. And yet here we are with an official map and people are saying, oh, you know, I'm not going to bother buying it. You know, yeah, it's, it's, mm. it's just got some bears on it or something. It's like, come on, people, spend the money. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the, the content that the, the modders for Armour were bringing out is, was nearly better than some of the content. Like I know the most recent modder um, DLC that came out, there was a huge ton of backlash for it because it was all just recycled content. Half of it didn't work. It was janky. It was it was really rushed. Apparently, so um, I watched a couple of videos on it. It was pretty bad. But like the mm-hmm. one before that, with the Prairie I think fire. it was Vietnam stuff, Prairie Fire, um, was really good and it got you know great reception and stuff. So yeah, I don't, I don't see this going to. I think There's they're going to, be to concentrate control with the community DLC mark. Yes. There's got to be some good quality control in place. But if they do it right, it's a win-win for everyone. It didn't seem like the, the the most recent one had quality control in it at all, but it looks if you watch some videos yeah. on it, it was really bad. Yeah. But I think what's going to happen is Bohemia is going to concentrate on Armour 4. Armour 4 is going to come out. If it, if it becomes successful, I have a feeling they'll even cut the budget more on Daisy and they'll just completely focus on that and they'll either try and squeeze Daisy out of it or they'll like they'll have to do something because I, I think Armour, this concentration on Armour is going to kill after is mm-hmm. pixel what map I would mean, you love to see the most as a community dlc uh for well in general for daisy yeah that could come across to console as well mm-hmm. as an official um, community uh map what, what map would you like to see the most out of all the ones you watch us pc master race people playing on and go <laughs> i can wish we could have that um i, I quite like the look of takistan but I'm more swaying towards Namask just for the sheer size mm-hmm. and how cold it is and the cities you have. Yes. Just something a bit more dense is what I'm looking yep. for the most. A bit of urban warfare, right. should I say. Too right. And and just just addressing what Moxie Don was saying in chat, um do you do any of you feel that developers want to wash their hands of Daisy and move on? They just 
and they just throw yes. us the ball now and again with things we don't need. Yeah, completely. Yeah, is we we all love DayZ. Obviously, everyone you know that's one of the reasons why we do the podcast. But sorry, yes, let's just they, quickly they, clarify on that the way he's worded that. Not the devs, not the dev team. The dev team are one hundred and ten percent committed. Bohemia, mm-hmm. you sometimes wish that they uh, get this. They, you, they've got this feeling that they wish they'd never had Daisy um, yes. come into their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. even you're nodding, Scarfreeder. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's the there's the whole conspiracy theory, isn't there? That you know, armor is Bohemia Interactive is armor. That, that yeah. that's their baby. You know, mm-hmm. Daisy came along from this little upside, this little mod, um, and they've had to divert. Uh, resources from their their beloved armor to, into into Daisy, but we what we do know is that Daisy has sold better than armor, hasn't it? They've probably yeah. made more yeah. money out of Daisy than they have out of armor. So I'd imagine when they have their boardroom meetings with the brothers and the other guys, there's probably a few people who are arguing and have got Daisy yes. T-shirts for Daisy. I hope so. And I think it's made enough. The player base is bigger, made enough money where. Hopefully, when Armor Reforged or Armor Four, whatever, come you know, starts to come out, we'll we'll see more of a more of a concentration on on Daisy and Samrak and Adam will get maybe a couple more people onto his team. I mean, we don't want mm-hmm. Daisy chaining that much because I playing Armor and Daisy. Daisy is so much more immersive than Armor. Yes, you know, I mean, Armor is is janky as anything. In it's in Daisy, you, when you're in a forest, you feel like you're in a forest. Amazing armor, you don't. Mm-hmm. Armor's a real video game. Um, I feel like Daisy's more of a simulation, but yes, yeah, fingers I'm, crossed. I'm, Patient. I'm, yeah, I mean, if I remember my Bohemian Interactive history correctly, when Armor 2 came around, the company was dying, it was pretty much on death's door. And then when Daisy as a mod came out, and like in Armor 2 got millions of sales, yeah, they sold like a million copies months. in a yeah, exactly. And Daisy single-handedly saved that company because, for whatever reason, you know, the, um, the military contracts just weren't working out, which is why they brought Armour as a series out to the public. And it just kind of stemmed on from there. You know, Daisy done well, well, sorry, Daisy done really, really well, helped uh, a lot uh, for the company, brought out Armor 3. Great. Then they decided to try and kill the game by giving a botched version amalgamation of the Armor 3 engine, which didn't fully work, so they were forced to develop their own engine in the background until 2018. And when that came out, it was brilliant, fantastic. And then Vega came out, which uses Unreal Engine 4, so you know, that was very weird. Like, you know, you, you guys have developed this new engine, which is really, really cool, but then you don't use it for any of your titles. And then Armour Reforger is being leaked, and it just looks like Armour 3. And then, you know, Armour 4 is going to be coming out, and that's that's touted to use the full Infusion engine. And then, well, what, what's happening at DSE is, like... Is there going to be a Daisy 2? Is there going to be a Daisy Armor 4 mod? Which, by the way, I will play. And Or is it going to just be one of My those kind of IPs that? that just My money going? is on they yep. will develop an official Daisy mod for Armor 4, mm-hmm. Armor Reforged, whatever you want to call it. What do you reckon, Mark? Yeah, but didn't somebody say in chat a while ago, I think it was a modder said that, 
the armor series doesn't like people recreating Daisy in armor or something, some shit like that. They don't. Uh, from what I recall, the armor three Daisy mod was pretty good for, for what it tried to do, but it just died. I don't know yeah, why. Um, yeah, yeah. But but right. mean, the, the reason is what um, Scarlet Speeder said before. It's janky compared <laughs> to Daisy standalone. True. Yeah, now, yeah, I watched. It is. I watched the. I remember when they said Frankie was coming back and he was going to be making um, his videos on Armor Three, and I think I put a tweet out. Why the fuck would you use Armor Three when you look at how janky the running animations and everything is by comparison to Daisy standalone? I don't get it. I, I don't I don't get it either. It's 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 extremely like I like I saying before when Scale Speeder was talking about it, Armor Three is just such a dated game right now and it is in yes. dire need of a replacement. tenure at Behemoth Interactive, you know, them guys spent all this time developing, you know, this new engine and, you know, Godspeed for them for doing it. And I'm not surprised they dipped when they did, but it seems quite insulting, not only for them, but the community when this brand new engine was developed. And yeah, it's obviously, it's not 100% there, but like we have literally no word on the future of DayZ. Like when, especially when that's uh, conference was going on a couple of weeks back last month or something like that when the topic daisy came up they just didn't care it's an yeah. insult it's an it's an absolute insult yes daisy is a eight nine year old game but to be quite frank it it shaped the future of our current video game industry the game needs to keep going in some shape or form. You can't just let it's it got die. such a proud and legacy and that's why so many of us feel so attached to the game because yeah, there's so many other games out there that can tie their heritage back to Daisy, um, which you know you, you can say ties its heritage back to Armor, um, but yeah. Um, um, can I do something before we quickly move on? Yes, sir. Oof. I was I was just looking up how much Bohemia is interact interactive of meds like last year in 2020, and <laughs> it came up with an article from 2019, and it has some stuff with Livonia's DLC and stuff. You know, since okay. I kind of said about it. they said uh, this is from 2019. They made $68 million that year. They said Daisy performed especially well. This was the year it launched on PS4 and Xbox One during 2019 after se- several successful years on PC. The game sold over 1.1 million units in 2019, um, driving lifetime sales to 5.8 million. Additionally, the Livonia DLC sold 400,000 units uh, since launching in mid-November. Of, I'm, ass- I'm assuming that year. Um, Armatry sold 2.6 million units um half of the base lifetime so daisy outperformed armor that year in sales and the livoni mm-hmm. dlc sold 400,000 copies at 10 to 15 dollars a piece which is a lot of money oh yeah so it's not like they don't have the money to hire these people like just, seriously like if, just if, found that any- interesting that that is actually really interesting, and it does actually raise more questions. It's like, yeah, sure, a lot of like we've all said, like a lot of the funding that that Bohemia gets from video games sales and contracts and whatever, it goes towards the development of the new armor game. But you have other games, Bohemia. You have other games that need your love and attention, and your communities are soon going to start saying, 
why why are we going to bother? Why do we care? You you clearly don't have the heart and soul in your games anymore. We're just going to stop playing. And eventually your player base will start to dwindle. It happened back in 2017 and 2018 with Daisy itself, with the Daisy yep. concurrent players, before 0.63 hit. When mm-hmm. that update hit, oh, God, Daisy blew, blew, up, again. blew up again. But I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but even that player base is starting to dwindle again because... Yes, the updates are coming in, and they are good updates. But the stuff that the game needs, it's just not getting. Mm-hmm. And we we need that love and attention. And sorry for getting all whatever, but the game needs yeah. it. The game absolutely needs it. And the, Bohemia, the, the more we keep insane, it, the more they're likely to hear us. Hey, Scales Beater. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, it, and this comes from a place of love, doesn't it, Scales Beater? Well, well, if you want to influence somebody, you can very rarely, it's quite difficult to influence by shouting at them and screaming at them and mm-hmm. complaining, all that sort of stuff. You know, but if you can maybe point them in the right direction with a, with a few bucks and uh, some, some warm encouragement, you know, who knows what might, who knows what might. Give us a community DLC, folks. Put in the mosque as a community DLC. I know the PC crowd um, wouldn't need to buy because we, everyone's pretty much already got it for free, but I guarantee you that the uh, console crowd would be out there in their droves. Um, isn't that right, Pixel? Yeah, 100%. I, I'm, I already know my group would be straight up, grab that straight away. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure many, many other people would as well. Mm-hmm. It's just it's such a good map. Watching obviously you PC Master Race guys playing it all the time. Always watching it's like that. It's like we wish we could have this. Mm-hmm. We're stuck with just a, such a base vanilla game which restricted so much. To even just have a new map, it's something new. Everyone jumps on it. Everyone's on that bandwagon. Everyone's like, yeah, let's go new map. Let, let's just see how it goes. And it's a great mm-hmm. way for him to tap into that pool of people who've got Daisy through the Xbox um, Pass. I think it's called. Is it? Um, yes. Yeah. So yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Okay. Daisy's got a new map out. Fifteen dollars. Um, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, I've got the game for nothing. So fifteen bucks for a map. Um, that's a great way of tapping into some more cash for them. So yeah. You're right. Um, something like- we should have talked about earlier when we were on the console topic was um, uh, something you suggested as a uh, topic um, for today, Charles Peter. You were playing. Xbox Flight Simulator on Xbox, mate. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. So if, if anybody's got any doubt about what they can do now on the next-gen console, just watch some footage of uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator playing on an Xbox Series S or an Xbox Series X. It's unbelievable. It's it's absolutely amazing. It, it looks great. Um, it oh plays God, great. That forest. And, you can, and you can fly around the world. You can go... I can, I, I need your address so I can fly over here. I, I flew over Ayers Rock, or it's called now, shouting your name, Boydie, but you, but you didn't, <laughs> didn't reply. You can fly around London. A- anywhere. it's unbelievable running <laughs> for 250 quid. You, um, you just made a uh, major foul par, mate. Apparently, you're not allowed to call it Ayers Rock anymore. You have to call it Uluru. Uluru, sorry. I do apologize. Do apologize. But, but yeah, so if you're ever thinking consoles are limited, Microsoft Flight Simulator, full flight simulator. That is some, that is some beautiful scenery, isn't it there, Marks? Yeah, it is. It uses Google's map, Google Maps and uh, some other maps from Bing and I think maybe it, it Apple uses, or something as well. It mainly uh, uses Bing because Bing is Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what it does is it, it combines satellite images 
with um, procedurally generated fauna and flora and buildings. And then it also has handmade stuff as well. So you can fly around London and all the buildings are kind of handmade. So, so they're all there. Um, but you can say you go through Hong Kong or something like that. The buildings are, are procedurally generated, but still look absolutely amazing. Um, you can follow your route to work, you know, what you drive. Um, so I did it along the, uh, along the local motorway. It will blow you away. You'll be like, I can't believe this is working. And you can just spin up the globe and you can say, right, I want to fly there. 30 seconds later, it loads in, and you're flying there. Yeah, and it shows you you can, yeah, and with the right software technology. is it other people flying? So, okay, so what you can do is you can choose what you want to have. So you can have live weather. So you can have whatever weather is outside your window can be the weather that you're flying through. You can have live planes flying around. You can have other players as well. You can have the normal time as well. Um, yeah, it's uh, so. If there was like a hurricane um, going across the the Atlantic or something, you could hop in a seven forty seven and try and fly through it in real time compared to the real weather that was happening at the same time. It's stunning, it absolutely. Two hundred fifty quid, ten bucks a month. I'll be playing that. It's a very good game to um, when somebody's live stream just to sit back and relax too. Um, I've done that with a streamer. Um, I watched when it first came out, and he he was on PC, but he had like the entire controls, you know, all the airplane controls and everything, and he had some kind of ambient music on in the background, and then just flying along, and he'd have some viewers fly along with him, and it was yeah. just it was just so chill, and everybody was just you know, and there's yeah, a really there's, relaxing, and there's Top Gun DLC coming out in November. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> See, I I mean, when when it comes to consoles, like you know, you know, especially for you guys. Like I grew up with the PlayStation One, and you know I I, I I even grew up partially with the NES, and still got it somewhere. Probably is in the cupboard, but it was it was just to see how far it's come. And you know when when Microsoft Flight Simulator, you know the current version came out, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not coming out on consoles. That's just too much. And there you go, like you're getting mid to high tier performance of a PC. In a little box, and it's fantastic. And honestly, I think I might have to get an Xbox Series S and my next paycheck, <laughs> if the, if there is any. Like Jesus, but that's it's just brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic to see what can be done, and it goes to prove that yeah, anything is possible in console if the companies allow it. Simple as. So. Yeah, the other uh, big topic you had, Scale Speeder, the Vicarious delayed. Yeah, yeah, but they have expanded on their beta program which yes. is really cool so from the end of this month you know, you'll be able to play the beta and he's you know and they the way they've done it is if you buy the game you, you can play it as much as you like up to 1.0 and if you don't like it as long as you refund it before 1.0 comes out you get full refund for how much you've played of the beta so very exciting indeed i think it's great the fact that they recognize look it's not ready let's delay it let's get it right and if they delayed it again no problem Get it right, you know. We'll just play the beta, like we play the test servers, and we can give them some feedback and um, help Dean come up with the next masterpiece. Eh? And look, I've got to give him kudos as well because no doubt the people who love to hang shit on him just because he lives and breathes will hang shit on him for delaying it. Oh, he's delaying again. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But. 
that's a big call that he did that, knowing that people would do that. So I, I salute him. I agree with you 110% scale speeder that it was a smart decision because, yeah, he said that they released AZ earlier than he wanted to. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and see, that's, that's the thing with him actually developing and publishing the game himself he has that ability so he actually has that full control and it's and it's one of his first titles in a long time which has actually picked up some kind of speed and some public presence because yes. he has developed games in between now and when he released DayZ uh, standalone with Bohemia uh, and he made some very controversial Station opinions out of ammo. and you know and the game's they just didn't perform that well. But with Icarus, it's just something that's completely new. And it, the fact that it is delayed means that he knows what he's doing. He doesn't want to to disappoint his community. He doesn't want to disappoint his fans. And he knows and he is confident in his team's ability that they can eventually create a much better product. And the pre-order, uh, the, the, the refunds of the pre-order and the system that he's got there is very, very good and very ballsy, if I do say so. Like, allowing anybody in that beta program to refund at any time, no matter how many hours you've played. So you could be cheeky, play every single day of the beta until the 1.0 release and be like, right, I'll have my money back. And it's like, allowing people to do that is ballsy. He's got a lot of faith in his project, and I, I certainly hope... He he does absolutely amazingly with it, and I wish him absolutely all the best with it. Raise your hand here if you've um, purchased it already. I thought you might. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going. I'm, to. I'm thinking. That I'm going to. But you, you were going to say, Marks. I think since I heard about that, you can refund it at any time. It's tempting just to get it to make one or two videos on, maybe. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how the community reacts to something like that. I'd like to see how it goes, but again, I'm not holding as of right now much faith in him in this game until it, you know we see actual gameplay and stuff. Because yeah, when 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 a game gets announced and then it gets announced that it's delayed, it's always like you know that's a big big risk. We saw what happened with uh, Cyberpunk, and look how that turned out. So I just hope it doesn't turn out like that because if it does, he's going to never hear the end of it and. Yeah, it's going to be a bad if day anything, for me. Cyberpunk released I mean, um, earlier than it should have. I know they set a schedule, I mean, uh, but they should have, they should not have released it in the state it was in. So uh, the investors were just down their throats. Yeah. They had they had to they they had let's, no other chance. Let's also remember that the fact that the game was in development so long that the actual game that we got has been only in development for about two or three years because they completely scrapped everything. They scrapped the story mm. and restarted, but they didn't tell anybody. They just told the investors. I mean, however, there was a story, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, where the the developers um, created an internal like, kind of like video to take the piss out of all the bugs and that of the game, and they didn't oh, even bother fixing them. And hmm. it was like, y- you have absolutely no love or faith in your community, your your player base. You just want their bloody wallets, and it's it's a disgrace. It's the same with like what's going on with like you know really going away from DZ, but like what's going on with Activision Blizzard. There's rumors that Blizzard is trying to separate from Activision because of all this, which I really yeah. like. Bungie did, and you know that Destiny Two has been going boosh ever since, and the fact that they have full control about what's going on there, 
the yeah. props there. And, you know, yes, yes, sure, the, the devs for Cyberpunk, they are going in, they are fixing what they can. The fact that they have done what they did at launch is, 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 is one of my friends has said when he first played, um, which game was it? Fallout New Vegas, I think it was. I can't remember exactly what which one it was. When that when that game first came out, it was a buggy mess. And even though it improved a lot since then, he's never touched it. He, he never will. And because of, because of that connotation. And a lot of people, the same with Cyberpunk 2077. The game came out as a buggy mess. And people will always refer to it as that. So they're not going to have the full player base as they expected. Because they were greedy. And it's a, it's an absolute shame. And Dean Hall is not doing that. Absolutely not. And like I said, I really do hope the absolute best for him. I will probably be opting into the beta at the end of August once I get my paycheck. And we'll see what happens. And I absolutely, again, they, the best. they have a thing there. I've just seen it for content creators where you can like get a beta key or something like that. I'm um, that. just signing <laughs> into it right now. <laughs> Trying to get into it. <laughs> Straight away. I'm it's not, not working for me. Oh. Oh, oh, man. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I just like the idea of buying it to support it because. Um, I know a lot of people aren't fans, but I am a fan of Dean Hall, and um, I'll buy a copy of it. Um, and regardless of whether I like the game or not, I won't refund it, um, provided it's not a um, buggy, broken mess like Fallout 76 was, which I still cry yes. about, and I wasn't able to refund mm. that because I bought a hard copy. I mean, to be fair, ever since Dean Hall liked one of my pictures on Instagram, I've been a fan of him ever since. So I, mean, I can really say. <laughs> Pixel, what about you, mate? Does this game interest you at all, buddy? It, it does, actually. Uh, having a look at it, I was just uh, watching something else a second ago on it. So I had a look. Oh, it looks quite interesting. It's completely different to anything else that you usually see. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely looking at it and I'm thinking that's where my money's gonna end up going. Yep. But yeah, it does look really good. Um, what else did we have on the agenda? Uh, let me just click back to the weekly show agenda. Um, this was a um, interesting article. I can't remember who shared this one. Ten games like Daisy, you should check. Yeah, I sent this one in. Yes, mm-hmm. this was a this was a good article. Um, so Days Gone, has anyone played that? No, I, I have. Uh, I've done a few missions on. Relatively good. It's quite it's well made. Um, but for me, I, I I quite like the MMO side of things for a mm-hmm. survival mm-hmm. game. Unless you're into your own night like, solo survival game. Yep, I'd uh, I'd recommend it definitely if you. Up for something like that. Project Zomboid. I've always felt I should get that because it's got Boyd in the name of it, but I've never played it. Anyone here played it? I've never heard of it. I love it. It's a 2D game. It's really, really... Yeah, it's a a top-down 2D game. It's really, really immersive, and the the style that it goes for is just absolutely brilliant. In fact, Dead Matter, it takes a lot of elements from Project Zomboid and, you know, tries to convert into 3D space, which I hope their next update goes really well with. But Project Zomboid, really, really good game. I'd recommend anyone to give it a go. We'll Fallout 76, though. We'll just skip over number three because I still fucking yeah. still burn. State of Decay. <laughs> State of Decay. Brilliant game. I'm, I'm certain you played this, Speeder. Yeah, State, State of Decay 2 is absolutely amazing. 
If you're I into Day Z, K two. Oh, Step Two is takes it to the next level. It's brilliant. Plays really good on the Xbox Series S as well. Um, the thing I liked PC about it was well. they describe it as it's not just a you know, a zombie fighter game. It's also you you've got to look after your camp. You know, you're micromanaging and stuff like that. So it adds that bit of in-depth for people who are looking for something like that. Is it multiplayer? Yeah. It, it, it can be co-op multiplayer as well. Yep. So you basically you start off with a group of survivors, normally two, and then you it's story-based as well, although it is a little bit open world, and you take over a base and then you can build like a hospital at the base or a little farm or power mm-hmm. generation or water stuff. It's permadeath as well. So if one of your characters dies, that's it. They're gone completely so you've got to recruit someone Ooh. else it is absolutely fantastic they if you like zombie games the first one because yeah that that was um i was quite upset when my character died in the the first day of decay and i had to shift to another yep. character i was like oh, oh yeah the melee is the melee combat with zombies is really good the all your characters have lots of soft skills proper soft skills mm-hmm. as well so as they say a life longer they get better at melee they get better at shooting they get better at finding stuff I might and have they to get look quieter at, that. at the something stream, uh, just for something when, a bit different. Yeah, when it goes in, in the Steam sale, the um, Juggernaut edition for like fifteen quid, twenty quid, get it. You will not regret it. It okay. is an absolutely amazing game. Really, really, really good. Miscreated. I have not played Miscreated. Anyone here played it? No, no, no I've not. Uh, I, I have heard not many good things about yeah. it, but. That was a fair few years ago, so the game might have improved since then. Sorry, so, I lie. Yes, I did play it when it first came out, and it was pretty <clears throat> meh. Yeah. I saw Summit play it, so when she played it a good couple of months back now, and it didn't look that good, if I have to be 100% honest. Hurt World? Anyone played it? Never, Never even heard of it. Neither had I. <laughs> Rust? I think we've all heard of Rust. I've never, never heard of Rust. Is that some kind no. of like new indie game? I wonder what it is. <laughs> all I know about Rust is um, the basically the only person I've ever watched play it is Stimpy. Um, <laughs> yes. And yeah, you know, I, 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 from that, I've got the opinion that Rust is the 4chan of survival games. <laughs> That's, that, that's certainly one way to describe it. How actually? That's a question. How is the like? I don't know if uh, Skill Speed or Pixel. You guys have pl- you played it on console, but how is it on console? If you know anything about it, yeah, I've, I've got it on Xbox and PlayStation Four. Um, runs okay. Um, runs better mm. on next gen. The problem they've got at the moment is servers are very very full. So you've got like a hundred hundred people on each server. There's no private right. servers yet. How big's the? But map? as soon as we get uh, not very big. You, you, when it's a full server and it's full pop, you, you're bumping into someone every every sort of fifty meters with a rock who yep. wants to smash your head in. Um, <laughs> but it's a really good survival game. Yeah. If you can avoid other players, absolutely. And they've got proper traders. Um, yep. There's there's aeroplanes, there's vehicles, there's an underground system. It's, it's fantastic, Rust. And when we get private servers where we can just have PVE, mm-hmm. that's when it's going to really take off. I think on on console. What about you, Pixel? Have you played it on console? I, I haven't. I've been holding off from playing it. Um, my, my opinion on it, uh, like I said to Mark before the stream, was um, it's a bit too raid and PvP orientated for my liking. It's, it's classed as a survival game because obviously you have to eat, you have to drink, and you're surviving. But it's it yeah, when you respawn, you've got your sleeping bags. Like you just spawn yeah. back in your base, grab a gun, 
jump back out. It's not really surviving, is it? You can. No, it's really not. Yeah. Scum. Whoa. Oh, Everyone oh, knows God. my opinion on scum. I fucking <laughs> love the game. Uh, Marks, you do, you don't seem to uh, be that impressed <laughs> by the title. I, I haven't I haven't played it since the first week it came out, so I can't really give an opinion. He's, he's has already anyone, has anyone else here played Scum? Yes, when it launched. Same when it launched. But I, I to be fair, I did have a like my my old PC back then, and the performance with the start was not that good. Have you played it recently, Scar Speeder? Um, not not recently. Um, yeah, it, it seems like a good. It seems like an interesting game. I really struggle with the controls, though, with the mm. using the mouse wheel to, yeah. to run at different speeds. I, I didn't like that. I love um, that feature. I thought it's the took um, me a bit of getting used to. Like when I came back to it a few months back, my chat uh, basically described it as I looked constipated trying trying to play the game. Uh, one of my uh, favorite mods, uh, Brendan Sinbad, said, "Boy, do you look like you're in pain playing this game?" And I was literally going, this is fucking retarded. This is stupid. This is everything. I was calling it every name under the sun. But Rhino, God bless him, persisted with me and said, just give it a shot, give it a try again, watch a few videos. Um, and I've turned around on it. As a survival game, now, Pixel, it is a bit uh, focused on raiding as well uh, because the base building in this game, mwah, everything you want from base building for DayZ, Scum has, and then some. Proper defences, yeah. you can lay landmines, spike traps, nail traps, bloody all improvised claymores, all sorts of stuff that you can lay around your base. Um, but the, the the actual survival elements of the game are, and it's still in beta and they're still a little bit janky in some aspects, but they are fucking on point. Cooking, <laughs> recipes, the medical system just got a massive overhaul with the point six update and... Um, it's just, it is definitely worth checking out. You've just got to remember it's not Daisy, and that's the biggest <laughs> bolt this game has. Probably with the same with some of the other titles there. People will always compare it to Daisy. I like it because it's not Daisy. I like Daisy because it's not scum. You know, I'll go through cycles. I'll, I'm, I'm in a scum cycle at the moment um, because of the point six release, and I'm loving scum. And then I'll fire up Daisy again, and I'll remember how fucking awesome Daisy is, and the reasons why I like Daisy that I don't like about scum. And just don't compare them. If you go in there, like, is how's this compared to Daisy? You, you won't like it. But if you go in there just as a survival game, you'll enjoy it. It's a fun game. Anyone played Valheim? Yes, I have. Uh, what is it I about? It's it's kind. It's a. How do I explain it? Actually, you're kind of you're you're like a Viking, right? You're a mythical, like a Viking in a mythical land, and your objective is to kind of build your own community in in, in a way. You 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 can uh, you can do like a lot of terrain uh, editing kind of stuff. You can like the the, the Base building, so to speak, is actually really, really intuitive, really, really nice. Once and once you get the the hang of it, you can build quite a lot of cool shit. One of the things I like about it, though, is that you the you you have a map, and well, obviously most games have a map. But one thing I really love about this map is that when you reach the limits, do you know how like the old 
uh, the old Norse legends of like the f- the Earth being flat and you got the waterfalls uh-huh. and the edges yep. of the planet. It's exactly like that in game. You you build a boat, you go through torrential weather and all sorts of stuff. You reach the end of the map and you literally sail off the end into the waterfalls. It's fantastic. And it's it's a very stylized game. It's a very niche game. I say niche, it's sold millions of copies. But it's it's something you can just sit back and relax and have a good laugh with. And it's more it's, of a PvE really game neutral. than a PvP. Yes. Is what they're saying yes. in the description there, there of it. Are, there aren't PvP elements in the game, obviously, but the, the PvE aspect is the main core part of it. And I, I used to play the game a, a lot um, when it came out with a whole bunch of friends. And they would stream it, we'd all have a good time. And then, as with all games like that, it just kind of like teetered off at the radar. But it's still getting updates. It's still got really, really cool additions. And the game itself is an out-of-the-park, fucking at least an 8 or 9 out of 10 in my eyes. And then we've got seven days to die here. Uh, Pixel, have you played this one, buddy? I, I have indeed, actually. Yeah, I've got it on my uh, PlayStation. It, it's it's a very good game. It's just it's quite hard to get used to on a controller because um, you haven't got dead zone options. So when you're Sorry, trying to sleep you, in the adventure... What do you mean by dead zone options? Oh, so like, on a controller, on, on a mouse, you can move it as fast as you put your, yeah. your setting on your uh your mouse yep on a controller um you're quite set to like the sensitivity of the stick and how fast your cursor moves ah yes so where you could just click drag click drag click that combine that really quick with a keyboard you've got to do it really slow it's, it's kind of the same like daisy with a controller you hold x you, you jump over onto uh your inventory you place it in there by releasing x it's quite similar to that but it's really slow on controller but mouse and keyboard much better i do i do like the game I just wish it had uh, some more options for me to move things a bit faster. It's interesting, um, Scarspeeder, that um, uh, there's a few games missing from this list. You've got uh, Dead Side, Dead Matter, um, and Survive the Nights missing from the list, which were all touted as um, Daisy Killers and um, have faded into yeah. obscurity. Yeah. I don't think you could put Dead Matter on that list right now. It's not even no. yeah, working. No, Dead Matter's um, it's in the water. They they actually just um they actually just posted a kind of like a, a community update for this week about the stuff that they are they have worked on stuff they've overhauled and and like what is left to do for the point seven update and the game for dead they, they realized they yeah yeah for dead matter and they realized they made a lot of mistakes um when they started the closed alpha there's a lot of stuff I can't talk about because of NDA stuff when you're a part of it it, you have to be very careful about what you can say but with with stuff with that community update they're definitely going in the right direction they 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 have completely removed some systems of the of of the game that were coded really poorly they've optimized a lot of uh, models a lot of systems They've updated a lot of stuff, uh, obviously, <laughs> but um, there, there's still quite a bit to do for the point seven update. But that they, they are really trying to take their time, but they, they they realized a lot of mistakes along the way, and I, I can't wait for it. I'm I'm a fan. And I'll, I'll, I'll give them a bit of the doubt scale speeder. Yeah, everyone makes mistakes. Um, yeah, Daisy made mistakes along the way, <clears throat> and they had to revamp the game. Um, but. Yeah, their handling of uh, their PR on some things was pretty fucking ordinary, but um, I'll, I'll, I'm still following the game. 
um, with interest because <laughs> they've got some novel ideas. I like the the cycle idea of the server that it goes from right after the outbreak and then you know things get older and start to deteriorate and then the mm. server resets um, and you can put power on um, and. You know, even yes. just the, I like the idea of with vehicles where the stuff you load into the trailer of the vehicle is actually visible. That that to me <laughs> was very immersive, great idea. So I'll be watching that one, Scale Speeder, with um with interest to see where they go. Yeah, I, I, and I think you're dealing with very small dev teams aren't you, here with probably quite small budgets. Um, mm-hmm. And up until a few years ago, you probably would have never heard of this stuff before the game either died or got released. Yeah, um, but with <laughs> early access and social media. Like we get to see it a lot earlier. We we kind of get involved in it. We get invested in it, don't we? And we think, oh, yes. this is going to be going to be the next big big thing. You're involved in the in the process, you know, doing the the alpha testing yeah. and the beta mm-hmm. testing, which can be which can be can be really good. But there's also the one thing I look forward to as well is you know, like with coming season when the new Call of Duty comes out or the new Battlefield, comes out, get these super polished triple A's that are just mm-hmm. hopefully good to go. So yeah. I, I really like that too, as well as these games that aren't really finished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll... sorry. No, I was just, just going to say I just put in the uh, podcast agenda. I've just put a link for yes. the day before. And, yeah, uh, I was, yes. was going to yeah, address that the day before. Um, uh, so the day before. Uh, so the day before is an upcoming Daisy Killer. <laughs> it's really not. Um, <laughs> oh, this skate right, yeah. Yeah, so the game, the trailers from it, it looks so damn beautiful. It looks so goddamn good. But the problem is, a lot of people are saying it's a scam. Another money grab. Yeah, I heard that from like the trailers and stuff because it was like it looked like it was on rails and stuff, didn't it? Or or like only certain sections were done. Very scripted trailers. (laughs) It was it was gameplay, but it was very very scripted. Um, is to what the fair, concern though. the people had, um, to, and yeah, yeah, we just I don't mean, know how just... open world it is. There's a, a like even even the company behind it. I don't think people know much about them. They've done mobile games no. or something. Yeah, they they done from what I can recall, and I could be wrong. Um, they they done mobile games in the past, and then they moved on to this. But the, see, the thing is, when it comes to trailers and scripted trailers, and, and it goes back to like you know YouTube scripted videos, or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that inherently. You you're trying to present um, the theme of the game of what you're trying to achieve, and you know, I mean, like you look at E3 for example. There's a lot of trailers there. They're all scripted. Ubisoft is hella known for it. It's cringeworthy. And days gone, oh sorry, the day before I should say. I I do have hope, and I like it's just a smidgen of hope that it's not a scam. And just because a company has just developed mobile games before doesn't mean they're not allowed or they don't have the capability to develop in a game like this. Look at uh, Hello Games, for example. They the first game they ever made was Joe Danger, and then Joe Danger Two, and then Joe Danger the movie. <laughs> And then they made No Man's Sky. Well, yes, that game was terrible on launch. Look at where it is now, because yeah. they actually care. And the reason why the game launched when it did was because of Sony. If it wasn't for them, if the game would have actually been completed on you launch. You can't deny that what we're watching on the screen here, it's beautiful. It's great. It's a beautiful, it beautiful. environment. Big city as well. You know, how many times have we said on the podcast, Marks, 
how how much we would love a city map. Um, and we know there's open world in this as well, but you know, there's skyscrapers in this, and you see them going up into it. So, where the thing is, we just don't know. Other than what they've allowed us to see, we just don't know anything else about it. Yeah, I, I would love for them to be a little bit more transparent to the community to kind of like quell these kind of like concerns and conspiracies and shit like that. Just so we know that people who want to invest in the game are actually going to get the product that they are buying or what they, they bought for. Pardon me, apologies. And, and, and you know, it's because we, we need it to have more games like this on the market something that can contend with DayZ or, or not even that, but like just to be in that kind of like level playing field would be really, really cool because no other game has tried anything what DayZ tried, like has successfully done. There's always some caveat somewhere that kind of like, but I mean, look at that. It looks so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. And I, and with the other game, Dead Side, I've had literally nothing about this game. I don't know what it is about. So yeah. can, can you, Tell me more about it, Pixel, uh, since you linked it. Day, Dead Side is the, the description from the developers. Um, Pixel, I think, is um, Daisy without monsters. Basically, yeah. Oh. Um, it's, it's another one that's meant to kill Daisy off. But, um, <laughs> but from my eyes, it's, it's that sort of aspect with it, but it's more PvP orientated mm. around that and. Uh, NPCs, I believe it is, that walk around. You've right. got the you've got a working safe zone and trader. Um, you've got like cash deposit things, which you can put your stuff in and move it from one server to another, so you ain't got to carry it. Right. Um, if you check their Twitter, they've got a lot of stuff what they're updating and all of that. I think the last one they actually done was July twenty eighth, so only a few days to update zero point two point three. Um, I don't know exactly what this is, but it's uh. Click on it here quick. Uh, just basically explaining a lot of stuff that they've fixed. Um, I, I believe you can get it on Steam as well, currently at the moment. Right. Um, okay. it, it does look very interesting. I mean, uh, you'd have to take your own opinion on it. I mean, I couldn't mm-hmm. sway anyone. Of course, of course. Obviously. I mean, I, I have to... I mean, the, the whole connotation of it's like Daisy without monsters is just ridiculous to me, but... Yeah. I mean, I saw you, Marks, you fucking rolled your eyes. You're like, oh, God's sake. Yeah, another <laughs> every game, one. Every game that says they're... Uh, a Daisy that compares to, Not even Daisy Cup, but just compares the game to Daisy never is anything yep. like it or anything better. Than- it, it, it never will be. Daisy is a one of a kind. It's a one-off. You will never get anything the same or similar to it. It will always be Daisy is the, the big daddy. Yeah. That, that's the way I see it. Even the, the, thing with, um, need- the thing with Dead Side we need to let people know is there's AI um, in the game, mm-hmm. which is um, probably its um, main point of difference is that Daisy has zombies, bears, wolves. Um, I'm not sure if there's bears and wolves in Dead Side, but you'll actually come across roving patrols of AI. Um, and from what I've heard, they vary in their skill level. Some of them can almost one-shot you from 150 metres or something, and others aren't quite as good. It's a bit... A bit. Uh, that's one of the areas of concern some people have. Is that right, Pixel? Yeah, there's there's different tiers to the AI. So you'll come across bigger groups of AI and smaller groups. Yep. So you can have like two or three roaming about the map down a road. Uh, like in the videos, you can see, I think that's an AI down there. You get one, you get two, you get three, you might even get eight. They're, they're all over the shop, but some of them are more like 
they're more focused on you in a sense, like more aimbot-ish. So they can just take yeah. you out without you knowing. Like it's it's not it's similar to walking around the northwest airfield and getting sniped from the ATC tower when you're down the other end by the uh, yeah. tents. It's it's like that. You don't know how it's happened. Why did that happen? Like it's but th- this game is AI orientated mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of. From just looking at the the official gameplay trailer there, and and, and sorry for interrupting. Yeah, that's right. Um, it definitely does look interesting. Um, obviously, with that being a 2019 trailer, I do hope that the game looks uh, better now than it, it does then. It doesn't. Oh, for <laughs> no. God's sake, twats! Because Anna Anarchy uploaded a video on it a couple of months back as well, right. and it okay. looked. Exactly the same. It just looks, I don't know, kind of boring. I mean, it, yeah, that sucks. There's the description. Dead really Side is a hardcore multiplayer shooter with survival elements, post-apocalypse, open world, no zombies or unicorns, real weapons, transport, construction. Cool story, bro, but I don't remember asking about <laughs> that shit like that. It's, no. it's so fucking dumb. Well, I wouldn't yeah. say it's dumb. It's They are well within their right to do that. But when they try, when any company says, as you said, Max, when they try to be the next DayZ, the DayZ killer, it's ridiculous. Like, they, but, they uh, are, I'm going to say, how many times are we actually aware of devs actually stating that? Um, I know Dead Matter... Um, there was some uh, statements made about Daisy, but a lot of the time, I think that hype lad comes from the community, not from the actual mm. developers themselves. I would, I, I would agree there. It's it's most of the community and the media that try, kind of try and tout it, but the developers don't help themselves. They they don't try to quell those kind of like uh, putting the, that in the, capitals the, on your yeah, Twitter handle definitely is implying something. Would you agree, Scarspeeder? I, yeah, absolutely. Didn't Scum say didn't, um, the lead developer on there yeah. say there was was, was a yeah, Daisy Killer? Yeah, I believe. The last. So what do you? I don't th- know whether he said that years ago, but when I interviewed him, or sorry, not when I interviewed him, when I saw someone else, he made the comment that he would love to, but he he actually sold it in a way to me that made sense. That Daisy is the big boy. If you're not aiming to take the big boy down then you're not aiming high enough for your game. And I agree with that statement. Most definitely. Everyone, yeah, every, a- everyone developing a survival-oriented game should be aiming to overtake DayZ, or more accurately, I'd probably say, I think Rust has more people playing it than DayZ. Uh, oh, way more, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They oh, should be aiming well, for Rust and DayZ. And if you're not, you're aiming for too small of a market. But that's that's the thing when when you compare Daisy to Rust, they're completely two different like entities. Like Rust has its own little little thing going on for it, its own little style, its own way to play. That's perfectly fine. And then you've got Daisy, which has always been this kind of like realistic simulator type video game with infected. In the the one the the, the core elements about it is obviously you know when you die, you literally got absolutely bugger roll. And the interactions, that's what brings people to the game. And then when you have other game companies trying to come in, they try and create their own little games and whatnot. And to try and compete or overtake DayZ, they forget the core elements of what makes DayZ DayZ and why people play the game despite how 
uh, broken it could be in how it has been and will be. And they can, it's like, how do I put it? You can make remake Daisy one-to-one in a completely different and better engine. And it will not be Daisy because you just can't do it. You literally cannot do it at all. And which is why I, I said before, like we need more love for Daisy because it is a one of a kind game. No other game in the past decade has ever come close to being that replacement. No other game can and no other game will. And it's a good thing and to me, I think. And but the the thing is is all these games companies that are trying to do that is great as well. Because it's more games for us to play. It's more games for us to have mm-hmm. really good experiences to, to, to just have a look about what Daisy has spawned because of their ambition to try and overtake, as you say, the Big Daddy, which it's never going to fucking work. But I mean, that's that's the fanboy in me, to be fair. But nothing wrong with being a fanboy. There's nothing wrong with being a fanboy of a game. Just don't no, be, um, really you know, toxic about it. Don't. Yeah. yeah, don't be an obnoxious prick about it, basically. <laughs> Recognise that your game has faults and be like, yep, the game's not that good, but I love it. <laughs> um, now, Irish we are on to our uh, little mini spotlights. Um, a content creator I wanted to shout out that I became aware of, Wolf the Nine Lives, did a really, really interesting video on, um, on your server, I believe it was, um, uh, lad. <laughs> Uh, where he bumped into Gecko Fish, um, and it was not scripted, um, all prepared. It was an original in the moment um, thing, and basically had them going on a mission to find his grandma. Um, and I won't spoil it, but um, I'll share the um, link to the video. Um, I actually really enjoyed watching it. It's only a small channel, um, but if you don't mind a bit of a scripted, uh, or uh, not scripted, yeah, semi-scripted. Um, uh, sort of live action role play. Um, it was a bit outside of my um, comfort zone, that's for sure, uh, for what I usually watch. But I really did enjoy the video, so go check it out. Definitely worth a look. Um, we also have um, a artwork creator mini spotlight blitzer. That's okay. End of month sales. So, oh, I didn't really think that one through, did I? <laughs> For those of you who are in a time zone uh, where it's still the 31st of July, get in quick before the end minutes. of month sale ends. Uh, emotes, £10. Sub badges, £20 for six. 19, 20 by 1080. Custom start, be right back screens, £15. Video editing, uh, £20. Uh, I'll quickly retweet that. <laughs> <laughs> Email in my bio. But yeah, Blitzer is another um, amazing um, uh, creator who is uh, doing video editing, artist, streamer. Um, Normal, so definitely a fan of uh, Uncle Ray Ray with that written in the um, <coughs> bio there. But, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, community Spotlight. Got the DZ wiki. Yes. Finally got the uh, details for them. So I'll post this. Mark, you, you were mentioning last week about how the wiki is so out of date, and it is. It yeah. really is. Um, it but really is. as I said last week, there are people working on it. Um, and they've got a Discord, um, and I'll just jump back to here so I can copy the uh, link for it. Um, if you would like to be involved in the project or even just know where they're at with it, 
This is the Discord to join. Um, they're always looking for people to join them and help them because, like you said, Mark, it is such a massive, massive undertaking to update what needs to be updated from the Daisy Wiki. Yeah, it is for sure. Hopefully they get it done soon because uh, a lot of new players go on to it and get all false information and yeah. mm-hmm. just causes confusion. Yep, exactly, exactly. It's, it's really good that we still have, despite all this time, we still have a dedicated part of the community which is absolutely willing to keep everything as correct as possible. There are so many people in this community, Scarspeeder, who do stuff um, uh, out of the goodness of their heart, isn't there? Mate, and you're probably one of the ones who's top of the tree, boy, dear. Spaggy, Spaggy's no. another one. Yeah, Spaggy. Wobo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, Wobo, he's like the bloody granddaddy of it all really these days yeah and um as mondian as mondian's another one for me oh yes yes fucking love as mondian i want to get him i want to get him on the podcast but he won't even let me send him a fucking coffee mug he reckons it'll get broken in the post to argentina but yeah mario's the same i I still yeah i i I really like as mondian since purely because he uses some of my artwork for his stuff so (laughs) (laughs) like i was like oh nice Cool. Now, Daisy tweeted out the uh, community spotlight mm-hmm. for August, uh, or for July, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. What have we got in here? Um, 14 days event. That's been great to to witness, just seeing that pixel. Mm-hmm. Um, what what, a, what an amazing event. The, the viewer numbers on Daisy were just through the roof, weren't they, Pixel? Yeah. Well, most definitely. They, they were just right out there. It's unbelievable to watch, really. Everyone coming together. I did have to some laugh at some of the um, English-speaking uh, content creators tweeting out stuff in Spanish, like, um, and you knew they were doing a cheek, totally tongue-in-cheek, like "Hola, español" and stuff like that. Don't, don't forget <laughs> us English-speaking creators. Just seeing these, you know, hundreds of thousands of views that were coming in from the Spanish-speaking community. We're, we're we're very English focused here on the podcast, but it, it you do sometimes forget there's all these other community scale speeder that um, play Daisy, but do it in a, a different language. Absolutely, I mean, like you've got the Spanish, and I think we're probably all fascinated by the Russian side yeah. of Daisy as well, and the dark oh, yes. stuff that goes on over there. Yes. Totally. <laughs> that that's uh, the wildlands over there. <laughs> I love them because some of the stuff that they come up with is absolutely brilliant, but it's still the wild west. <laughs> um, we had the... Uh, yeah. uh, yes, they, they they shouted out in Clement Dab and the Daisy Editor coming out of beta, which was fantastic to see <laughs> them um, shouting out a mod. Um, they did a contest on Twitter, um, International Friends Day. Um, some weird Daisy stories. I did like this one. Uh, some yes. guy came and starts playing the Rocky Balboa music, Eye of the Tiger, and beat the shit out of me. Speaking like Stallone, also hilarious. Just we've all got those crazy moments that have happened in DayZ. One of the things that makes DayZ so great for us all. You know, most people don't remember their epic kills, but the weird things that happen in the game, uh, you remember them for the rest of your life. You 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 might not remember a squad wipe you did at the Northwest Airfield, but you remember that. Captain Essica in handcuffs going to church because, in his words, he'd been a naughty boy. I guarded him till he made it to a church where a, pre- a priest zombie swiftly ate him. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, they shouted at the Running Man's video, Sacre Bleu. This only happens in Daisy. Um, staying undetected during PvP. 
Of course, not all encounters mm-hmm. with other players. It's just I'm really happy to see them doing this. Uh, and like you said, they've got the new junior community manager. So, you know, who knows what we're going to be seeing from them in the future. Too right. You know, like like I said before, like congrats to him becoming the junior community manager. And this community spotlight was an absolute doozy. He made us laugh quite a lot of times. It was really, really nice to see, as you said, they, they, they had a spotlight uh, for the Daisy Editor, which is just an yeah. absolute brilliant, brilliant mod. And... and you know they the fact that they highlighted the the the, the Spanish um, events going on and everything that that they were doing was actually really remarkable. And I, I mean, obviously they were going to do it. I mean, there was no way they couldn't. But it was still really really nice to see, like they give some love and attention to that side of the community. And you know, it doesn't matter what language you you speak or what ethnicity you are. You, you you're still you're still a survivor. You're still one of us. You know. And the fact that the 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 you know that just shows it, you know, it's it's fun to be It's very nice. And the rest of the spotlight was just brilliant. Yeah, a couple and, of people shout out. Sam can't run. I've done a spotlight interview mm. on him. Really genuinely yes. nice, down to earth guy as well. Plays out of the US. Freshborns making thirty thousand subscribers. Um, mm-hmm. um, I, I keep it hitting them up on Twitter if they happen to watch this. Would love to get you guys to come on as guests because I'd love their their concept of it's a shared channel, you know, two mates uh, making content together. You don't see that. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anyone else who does anything like that in the DayZ community. Usually it's, you know, single yeah. people um, well, or yeah. people playing together, but these two guys are sharing a channel and it's just such a novel idea. So I'd love to get them on to tap their uh, mind about how it all works and that, but yeah. Um, and there's the uh, August calendar as well, which you can download yes. um, with the dates or without the dates, depending on your preference. So, yeah. And they also spotlighted Dancer Jesus' images as well, just above. The the bear and the... the month, yep. Which I swear to God, one day I will bloody get on there. One day. Actually, <laughs> That's a goal for me. actually I've there. got to show you guys something, something that happened to me playing Chinaris Has Fallen the other day. Let me see if I can find Ooh. my channel. So I'm interested in this. <laughs> this was freaky as fuck. Um, uh, I know this is a bit of a shill of myself, but... Man, go for it. Go for it. Is it a clip or is it it's a, a clip? It's okay, a clip. Cool, cool. Here it is. Turn your sound on. It only works as far as I understand it. It just it it spun me out. I I knew there was a bear around. I just had no idea he would be standing in my doorway like that when I um, opened the door up. And you just hear me just go, yeah, yeah. So I I I, I wanted to share that one with you guys. I shot myself. That was. 
<laughs> and again, one of those great things about Daisy, just yeah, this bear decided to stand up right in the fucking. There was no way I was getting past him. He ended up killing me too. I tried to uh, our flank him, and he he flanked my flank and ran straight into me as I was running around the town, and I ended up dying. So I'm back to a freshie on Shinaris has fallen, but yeah. Um, individual spotlights. Pixel, you're our guest tonight. We'll start with you, mate. Is there anything at all you would like to shout out? A server you're playing on, a community you're part of, a video you've watched, anything at all, mate? This is your chance to sell something that you want to to anyone who happens to watch this. Um, to be honest, I haven't really come prepared, if I'm being honest. Um, if there is a YouTube channel that I can shout out, if that's all right. Yeah, go for it. Um. I'll just have to quickly find it. Uh, if someone else wants to take over, once I quickly find it, I'll get the name. Yep, then we'll go with you, Scarspeeder. Um, I would always like to shout out Balshad. Uh, he's got an amazing Discord uh, if you're into modding, um, especially console modding with the XML modding. Um, just do a search for B-H-A-A-L-S-H-A-D. Um, obviously, Don. Good old Don Sibley. It's good to see him. Back doing Daisy stuff. The oh, free yes. XML support group on Facebook is definitely worth checking out if you're into console modding as well. Yes. And there's another chap called Reaver. Reaver's console modding. Well, he's got an amazing Discord with great. Nice one. Absolutely fantastic. Me, I'm going to shout out our um, Patreon. Um, please don't forget we've got a Patreon where you can help support the show. It enables us to do cool things like we actually, um, uh, SS Muller's Yoga did a Daisy quiz last night, which apparently went really well. Did any of you guys happen to catch it? No, I, I, didn't have, I didn't have a chance to. I know Dancer Jesus and one were in the chat there uh, watching it. Um, but we donated uh, a prize um, on behalf of the podcast to the uh, winner. Um, he's still got to collate the points and everything and get back to me as to who the winner is, mm-hmm. uh, but we donated a coffee mug just because we, we love doing things like this for the community um, and being able to put a prize there just to make it a little bit, you know, a, bit a little bit more um, yeah, for, for whoever won. Um, and it's thanks to the generosity of our Patreons over at patreon.com forward slash 87.8 Survivor FM. And I would also like to announce um, that we have now got a partnership deal with Ping Perfect. Yes. Our first sponsor, if I do, uh, if I'm correct in that. Yes. So I've still got to finalise a couple of bits of uh, information with them. Um, but uh, from everything I've heard about them, they're actually a pretty decent company. Um, I found out about them through Scum Service, um, so I'm quite excited about uh, where this is going to go and um, working with them in the future. Marks, what about <laughs> you, buddy? Yeah. Um, I'm just going to promote the the Pripyat uh, map and stuff that mm-hmm. I've done before. Yes. Um, since I made the video on it, it's done really well. Um, I'll just link the mod as I can't. I can't link mm-hmm. the Discord, but... Um, um, we, how, how did the video go, by the way? Did it Was it received pretty well? Yeah, I, 6, every, everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. <laughs> nearly has 100 upvotes on Reddit and nearly 100 nice. on Facebook, and it was just, yeah, they've done really well, and people were very excited, and they got players on the server and their Discord started to fill up, so... I did, I did have to laugh at our mate, Barlong uh, Marks, if uh, someone makes a... Uh, 
Pripyat Chernobyl uh, map, um, they'll um, buy a gaming PC and it was like you liked the comment or the video that you put out and I linked to it. Literally <laughs> mirrors beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God bless him. It was funny. Um, Pixel, how did you go finding your um, shout-out, mate? Uh, yeah, um, I found one. His, his name's Nev. Uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of him. Uh, he's a Daisy content creator. He's only got 3.18k subscribers. He's, uh, his content's really good. I, I really enjoy it. Um, not an amazing amount of views, but he's still quite up there uh, with his latest video hitting. I don't know, 20,000 views on a video a couple of months ago there. That's a, that's a decent... Um, uh, amount of views for a video, would you agree, Marks? 33,000, 20,000? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, quite high amounts. I mean, if, if you backtrack a few more, he's only got 844 views, 663. Good thumbnails. Um, he's got some really good thumbnails going on there. Does he do them himself, yeah. do you know? Um, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I believe I may have seen one or two of them before from someone else. Uh, but I, I could just be speculating. Um, well, I've got some, I don't me. know if you've yeah, ever heard he says it there, thumbnail by me. So he's quite artistic go, yeah. with his thumbnails. That's it, yeah. They, they, they've got the same sort of um, look as like JLK and Nazar, yeah. so that's probably what drags some people in as well. He well, that, is Nevis. Nevis is one of Nazar's um, teammates. So. Yeah, that, there you go then, yeah. Um, I also had uh, Fubar Bundy, if anyone's ever heard oh. of him. No, oh, no yeah. tell me about him. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as you do, but yeah, yeah I, I do enjoy his content. It's, it's a shame that he hasn't uploaded, but he is um, probably my favourite Daisy content creator of all time. Um, I put him above Frankie. I put him above um, everyone else. He's just his content is so. When he uploads, I stop what I'm doing and I watch. I am just a massive, massive Fubar Bundy fan. And like you said, it's a crying shame he doesn't upload more. Um, but that said, to get the sort of organic interactions he gets, they don't happen a dime a dozen. Um, and if, if anything, it's um, a blessing that he doesn't just upload every sort of thing. You know when Bundy uploads a video, it's something special. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yes. What's your favourite Bundy right. video? Mine? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it was uh, when he was set up on a hill looking down at a bloater. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. The sniping um, uh, campers or something like that, the epic um, where him and Alan sat there and they were um, just – they took the same shot over and over again and they came back the next day trying to get this miracle 1150 meter shot or something yeah, ridiculous. That was yeah. Yeah, that was a sniping campers at a thousand meters, Daisy. This is my favorite, Rampage 3, um, along with Dick Picks, but Rampage 3 has a personal thing because I know the salty guy in it. It's one of his older videos, but if you haven't watched it, Rampage 3 is one of the funniest funniest Daisy videos of all time. Um, it is absolute gold. Um, I know the guys who get really salty with him and they were convinced he was hacking um, and it was it's just hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Definitely watched that after this. <laughs> and he's got such a catchy intro as well. Probably one of the catchiest intros of all time. Yeah. Oh, sorry, not intro for him. It's his outro. The Fubar Bundy outro is next level. Boom, 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 boom. 
gonna shoot you right <laughs> now. Probably get stuck in the head. <laughs> yeah, it does. It it absolutely does. Um, but yeah. Um, who did we forget? Marks, no, no. Scales Peter, have we done? Yep. yep. Oh, lad, lad. Me. <laughs> yes, me. Um, I sadly I don't really have one. I've been busy with my my um my first week of work. Uh, finally got a job after the whole of COVID, so fucking get in. So been focusing on that. Um, I. Nazar actually, I think it was yesterday, the day before, did upload a video on XDK, but I haven't had the time to watch it. Uh, he's been doing really, really good with his um, with his content, I will say, uh, and totally not because he's been playing on XDK at all. No, no, not all. No, no. But he's been he's an absolutely fantastic uh, content creator. Him and the rest of his uh, his squad have been absolutely brilliant. Definitely go check them out when you can, and they're just really, really good laugh. They're really, really good laugh and really, really entertaining. So. Ladies and gentlemen, we are done for episode 70 on the 1st of August or July 31st, depending on where you are in the world. The only thing left to do now is announce who is on the show next week, and it's a good mate of mine um, from New Zealand. Um, he's a sheep fucker, but all Kiwis are, so you know, we won't hold that against him. Um, it is the guy in charge of the Daisy Down Under community, uh, Spud. Um, he usually always in watching the show in the morning as well. Um, I'm excited to have him on. Um, he managed to do something that, um, a lot of people in the Australian, New Zealand, uh, Daisy community didn't think was possible. And that was to fill a first person server. Um, they just recently wiped and they had a queue of 35 people just, um, waiting to get onto their server. So, for a small little player community like Australia and New Zealand, absolutely amazing. And we'll be picking his brain as to what he managed to do to get um, so many people interested in playing first-person uh, DayZ again, which is uh, fantastic to see. Marks, Lad, Scalespeeder, Pixel, thank you all so, so much for coming on the show this week, guys and girls. Sure, I, I appreciate you having me. Nah, Pixel, oh, yeah, it's, it's good. You, you gave us a lot to talk about, mate. There was a lot of good things there, not just console-specific ones, but just stuff about the game in general and stuff that would definitely benefit console if it came across to the the official branch of the game. Um, yeah. You're nodding your head there, Scarspeeder. Yeah, it was all really good stuff, some fantastic <laughs> ideas, and fingers crossed, eh? Fingers. What are you going to do with the picture of me in the background after this, mate? You, you, you don't want to know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Throw darts at it, I reckon. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> Guys and girls, we will see you next week, same time, same channel, as always, for the Daisy podcast. Marks and Lad, looking forward to seeing you again next week, mate. Definitely. Um, definitely. And let's good. see what next week in Daisy holds for us. Goodbye, everyone, and yes, we will sure. see you next week. See you later. Take care. Bye bye. Ciao for now.